Oh man We got a whole new thing A whole new endeavor If you will A whole new uh, Venture some would say Oh man I would like to welcome everybody to The Rotation The number one guest talk show in my duplex, I am your host, Mr. Tiger Adenaldo. And if you do not know what the rotation is, it's basically a show with me and a rotating cast of guest hosts. And our first guest host of the uh, the show itself, I guess. Yeah. Our first official guest host is the one and only Mr. Dexatron. Dexatron, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Oh, man. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you. I am glad to have you. Look, everybody in the chat, everybody in the chat talking about it. Oh, the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> the rotation. The, the rotisserie. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, this is one of the new ideas that I have because puns working doubles. And so what we ended up doing is moving the uh, we're moving the two endangered mammals podcast to Thursdays. And instead of doing plus one on a different day, like I, like I said, he's working double. So I decided, you know what? I'll just rotate people and we'll call it the rotation and we'll do that on Tuesdays. And then there's some other things that's going to be coming up. Um, there's some other things that's going to be coming up that we'll, we'll talk about in a few minutes. But first, Mr. Dexatron. It's been a while. It's been yeah, a little while. It has. It's been like... When was the last time you were on the show? Felt like that was that wasn't that long ago. Maybe a month. Was it a month? Yeah. This time be flying. Yeah, time does fly. Yeah, yeah. Especially now that we are like out and about now. Time yeah. is like Oh yeah. Time is like going by super quickly. Yeah. Super quickly. You know, I gotta put your lower thirds up here. because uh, all your stuff is Dexatron, right? It's yeah. Dexatron at Dexatron. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Twitter and everything, right? Yeah. I was about to say, I thought that uh, all your stuff. Well, well, actually, I don't have a Twitter. I mean. You don't have a Twitter? I, I have a Twitter. But, who, you don't, but you don't use it? Who's good at Twitter? What do you, what do you, just, what do you just use? Like, like Snapchat and uh, Facebook? Is that, I, like your, is that like your go-tos? Or is it just Instagram? I use Instagram and text messaging. <laughs> Instagram and text messaging? Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. Okay, well, since that's all you use... Why don't you go ahead? Listen. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and tell the people what your Instagram is, and I'll put it up on the screen. All right, it's at Dexatron. <laughs> now listen, you're gonna go to the page, the, the the my account, and you ain't gonna see no photos. Trust me, it's an active <laughs> account. Okay, I got some photos coming, but you can DM me if you want to talk. But it, it's it's a live account, okay? But it's at Dexatron. At Dexatron, just yeah, playing I, it to the point. I can only I can only manage a couple things at a time, so I can't have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. I can't. I ain't good with that. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Well, if y'all want to reach out to me, catch me at Tiger Thirty Nine. That's T H A I G E R Thirty Nine. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, freaking iTunes, GoPuff, Uber Eats. Thickwomen.com. Anywhere that the media is of a social variety and there's a handle, you can catch me at Tiger39. If you would like to watch this show after the fact, there'll be a new playlist. There'll be a new one. It'll be called The Rotation. It'll be there. Just go to youtube.com slash Tiger39. It's all arranged in playlists because I know y'all are lazy about that kind of shit. <laughs> if you want to listen to the show after the fact, 
All you got to do is go to your favorite podcasting streaming platform of choice. Search for Two Endangered Mammals. You'll see the uh, two tables show up. And this will be on a new playlist there called The Rotation. (laughs) Basically, what The Rotation is, is kind of like it's similar to the Talks with Tiger episodes, more lighthearted and live. Whereas the the Talks with Tiger episodes are like very like deep into someone's life. You know what I mean? Like, tell me your life story, anything that you're willing to share with the world and put out there for everyone to see, or at least a couple thousand that watch it. You know? <laughs> um, that's a lot of people. That's a lot. It's, it's a good amount. It's a good amount. But this is a lot more, uh, is a lot more laid back and, uh, and friendly than that. So I got to get in with, I got to do fun. a Talks with Tiger. You should. I'm trying to get deep with you. You should. You should. Like, why, why haven't we done one yet? I don't even know why. <laughs> I've been on, I've been on the show. This I think this is like my fifth time. So I don't. I think so. I like, honestly, I th- I think so. Yeah. Um, I have a few shout outs that I need to do. Um, this is going to be kind of trying because I don't have pun here with me. But you know what? I'm going to make do with what I have. And uh, so I'm going to start with uh, Twitch really quick because the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Roflay, is over on Twitch. So shout out to Roflay. Wait a minute. You know what? I like doing the music while I do the. Uh, I like doing the music while I do the shout outs. Although I got to turn, you know what? I'm going to do a different beat. I'm going to do that one. I'm going to do that one. Yeah, that's the one we're going to do. Actually, no, I can't do that one. <laughs> because I need that pad for uh, one of the sound effects. So Roleplay <laughs> is in the chat on Twitch. And then over here on Facebook, by order of appearance, we have my sister Liz. We got my my man Goose is in the chat over on Facebook. We got Mr. Jason Vasquez over here on the chat on Facebook. Also, we got Gonzo telling us what up fuckers, as he usually does. (laughs) We got the homie from out on the island, Miss Delaney, is in the chat with us. She's such an interesting individual. I'm actually going to bring her in on the show one day because she's she's a fascinating individual. We got, obviously, I'm in the chat. <laughs> we got my homie, uh, Tiffany Heckman is in the chat. Oh, wait, wrong one. If I'm not mistaken, I think. I think she's a mom. She might not be, so just in case. Then we got uh, Tiffany, I don't know how to say your last name. Is it Mago? McGough? Mago? We got Matt Andrews mentoring from all the way across the pond. We got the homie Brianna is in the chat with us. We got Mindy Melton in the chat on Facebook. Trying to see who else is here. Oh, my homie Changus. My ace Boom Coon. And then we got Michelle Kastek. Kastek? Kastek? I don't know if I'm saying that right. And it looks like there might be a little one in the picture with her. I don't know if she's a mom, but I'm going to, just in case, just in case, because it looks like there's a little one in the picture. We got Tor. Oh, the homie Tori is in the chat. She's from the island as well. Amber Dawn just popped up. And I think that's everybody over on uh, Facebook. Now we got uh, Instagram really quick. We got my man Sherb. And then we got the the normal trade. My friend Missy is in the chat. 
And we also got Mr. Willie Makahincha in the chat on Instagram. And before we get done, we got some new people popping up. DJ Dill is over on Twitch. Making things happen over on the Twitch side. Oh, man. Okay. I made it. I made it through that. Hey, <laughs> that's my favorite part of the show. Is it? Yeah. Is it? A lot of people like it. A lot of people dig it. Even people that listen to it, like, after the fact, like, afterwards, they dig it, too. They're, they're like, how do we How do we get... People will message me asking me, like, how do they get a shout-out on the show? I'm like, you got to watch it live. Yeah. It's not something that you can't... You can't, like, message me. I, you know, I, can't, I don't care how many followers you got. This isn't like a, well, if, if I shout you out on my platform... Then you know, can you uh, can can you um, you know, shout me out on yours? I'm like, nah, man, it don't it don't work like that. I feel like we missed a um, we missed a notification really quick. So I'm gonna uh, oh, I thought I was gonna replay it. Hold on, is it not playing? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Why didn't it play? Why didn't it play? Did it show up on the screen? Hold on a second. No, it didn't. Uh, is my alert box not? I, I wish I could do tech support, but you're the smartest person in the room. And <laughs> the alert box is there. It should be running, but it's just not doing what it's supposed to do. That's weird. Is my chat box there? Yeah, the chat box is there. Oh, it's showing up on the screen. It's just not giving me sound. Yeah, so there it is. Oh, I see. Yeah, Brittany just liked the stream. It's just not giving me a sound like it's normally supposed to, which is weird. And I mean, I have it right here, so it should be, it should be giving me sound, but it's not. So I have to, figure, I have to figure that out later. Somebody said they got an alarm for when your show goes live. Oh, for real? Hold that's, on, who, who was that? That's, that? that's dedication. Oh yeah, you know you got the chat right oh, there. I got you it been, right here in front. Yeah, of you me. got. <laughs> I like looking at, I like looking at myself. So yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, Destiny just showed up. Miss Heavenly Cheeks just showed up. I got to figure out this alert box uh, situation. I don't know why it's not making noise for me, but that's kind of, it's kind of, bo it's bothersome, but it's not bothersome. Um, Your audience is, they dedicated, so they'll let you do some, I, some tech I, support. Dude, I love, I love, yeah, I love the audience. That That's, that's one of my favorite things is the audience is, I wonder if it was working during the, hold on, let me, let me put the starting screen back up there really quick and then let me try uh, doing this. Oh, it's it's showing up, but it's just not making the noise like it's supposed to. That's weird. That's weird. Uh, let me check something. I'm going to put the camera on you while I check Yeah, something. I'll tell you all a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I probably should just, why are you checking? Just real quick, how I met Tiger. I want to tell one story real quick. And actually, I didn't even meet you. This oh, is, really? This is like an elu the elusive like brand of Tiger. Right? Okay, okay. I was DJing at, um, it's called Level something now. What's it? What's the level? Uh, 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 LeBron used to go there. It used to be called DNA back in the day. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. It's uh, downtown. Man. It was called, it was called um, View. The View. It was View. Yeah, 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 yeah. So back yeah. when it was The View, I had DJed some infamous Cali Miles event. <laughs> <laughs> And I knew about you and and and, and uh, oh, John Doe as well. You got to, you fixed it quick. It's making noise we now. We don't, but need to, we don't need the story no more. No, we we still, we still do because for some reason it didn't do it while 
But please continue. Look, long story short, I was a DJ, but I wasn't really a DJ. But I was, but I wasn't. I was a music producer who decided to get into DJing. Then okay. I but I knew about the Nova Souls. I know about I knew about you, but I knew about you because of it was like there's this dude named Tiger and this dude named John Doe. And they were a DJ duo. And I was obsessed with the concept of DJ duos. Okay. The, the idea okay. of a DJ duo to me is so much f- better and funner and ins- exciting and entertaining than just one guy. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, so it's definitely a good time. It's definitely fun. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, I mean, it has its ups and downs. I'm sure it does. But yeah, it's definitely a good time. It does make a night go by very fast. I, I can imagine only from yeah. having to come up with a song and then a song and a song, and, and you're not playing three minutes and 30 seconds of a song. Yeah. So yeah. so if you DJing from, from 10 to 2, you you playing a lot of songs. Right. <laughs> so so I do know that. And, but the whole point is from an entertainment standpoint, from the viewer, from the from the person who's being entertained, mm-hmm. it is just so dope seeing two people on on stage. And everyone else was like a solo act, right? All the all the DJs at the time in Cleveland were solo acts, right? Right. And then right. you had this DJ duo, the Nova Souls. It just was gangster. And so I was at this Cali Miles event and I was DJing. And she kept telling me, Oh, the Nova Souls, they about to do the after party. The Nova Souls, the Nova Souls, right? Even the way she was saying it to me. Was like, you know, you know, Prince is coming here at later. Uh, it's working. Oh, again, you, hey, look, tech support. Boom, boom. Tech support. We good out here. <laughs> the way she was making it seem is like y'all was like Prince. Really? You know what? Showing up like I, he, I, they might show up. They might not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember that because she was talking about you the same exact way. Man, listen. I, re- I remember that. Listen. All I know is that that night I didn't get to get. I didn't get to see y'all. Gonzo said, "Isn't she locked up now?" Hey, that's cold blood. Actually, I don't. She I, don't I don't think she is. Listen, <laughs> I don't know if this is the. I got a funny story, but I don't think this is the right venue. So, <laughs> it's not even a hater story. It's actually not. But I don't even want to say it because people may take it the wrong way. But it's not even had nothing to do with that. It's just a funny thing. But anyway, I'll be honest with you. One thing I said about Kylie Miles is. She was definitely loyal to the people who who fooled with her. Yeah, yeah. So she definitely was loyal, and that's all I can say about that is she definitely looked out for a dude back in the day. And at the time when I was working, doing any Kylie Miles stuff, she was the hot thing. Even if people were making fun of her or whatever, at the end of the day, it was like one of those things where, like, more people were supporting than hating, and then the loudest stuff is the hate. Yeah, right. really quick before you go too yeah, far, go ahead, I got to go do ahead. a shout out for do, do the Miss, Miss Bozak. Oh, I see. Get the Bozak, get the Bozak, get the Bozak, and see. also my man Cameroni DePrinzio. I see my dude Adam. I see my dude Adam. Adam oh, is King. That, oh, Adam King always sneaks in. Listen. Adam King, listen, Adam King will not show up. In the uh, like when it says like who's watching, he won't show up in that list. Yeah, and then like I'll say something, and then he'll just answer. Yeah, and he'll be like, "I've been here for thirty five minutes." I'm like, "How the fuck did you sneak in?" <laughs> oh man, what up, Cam? How you doing? Oh, my man, Alex, Mister Tree is in is in the chat. Or when he's drunk, Mister Rodrigo. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, when he's drunk, Rodrigo will give you his car. Listen, oh wow, oh, yeah, Rod- Rodrigo gets. 
Haloose. That's, that's my type of friend. Uh, please continue uh, since we were talking about me. No, I'm just- <laughs> well, it's funny because Adam Adam says she's li- she's in L.A. living her best life. That's part of my story because we were we were in communication not too long ago. She ain't got, she don't want nothing to do with Cleveland. That's just a, that's the funny story. Oh I, yeah, I yeah, said nothing. I said when you come back to Cleveland, she's like. I don't ever come back to Cleveland. I was like, okay, damn, okay. <laughs> I mean, Cle- Cleveland has a. I would imagine that Cleveland has a lot of like bad, not necessarily bad memories, but she made a lot of bad choices here. I, I would agree. You know what I mean? I would agree. Um, they're really and and again, I don't know the inside scoop because neither one of us was in the relationship. From the outside, look it in. It was almost like a product of her own design and like the choices that she made got her where she was at. You know what I mean? But then again, you know, eventually she found herself and realized like who she was deep inside, you know, and for that, I'm happy for Um, just on a basic level. Like, I don't really I don't really rock with her. And what I mean by that, there's no animosity and I don't have any hatred towards her. It's just I'm not out here, you know. I wish the same on her that I would wish on a stranger. Like, yeah, I feel. I you. hope you're happy. I hope you're yeah. living life to the fullest. But I'm not the basic. I'm not like rooting. You know what I mean? I'm not like rooting for her or your, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? I, so. I, 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 I hear what you're saying for sure. I will say one thing too. I mean, Adam, he was with me in the early days, so he he knows the ins and outs of that whole relationship. That yeah. That I had in in, in my crew <laughs> Jonathan had. said Bobby Champagne. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jonathan. Yeah. So the whole the whole Bobby Champagne and all that. I even remember. Yeah. I remember there were so many things when when he was not even the dude. He yeah. was like floating around in the yeah. outside. It was like this weird thing. Adam was a part of all that. Like you said, you know, a funny little tidbit, really quick, yeah. is I actually knew her before she met everyone else because mm-hmm. she was dating. If he's in the chat yet, uh, my homie Andre, Andre Leon. Oh, she when she first got to Ohio, she was dating him. Yeah, that was that was his girlfriend. They were together for like I want to say a couple of years, and he's kind of the one that introduced her to downtown. So before she met anyone, she wasn't even really doing music. She was just a thick white chick that yep. was on this site, Eye Candy Modeling. Absolutely. She was the only white girl that was on there. I've listened. But, uh, yeah, I remember before the early she, days. Yeah, before she had met everyone, she was with him. Do you remember Say Supreme? Say Supreme. Maybe, okay. maybe I knew. I kind of knew Bobby before he was Bobby Champagne yes, too. Yes, I knew. A, I knew he was just listen, an up and coming b boy. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I remember again. All respect. I remember when that early days when she was just an eye candy model. So I, what? Right, the right. Stuff. How far I go back is that era before yeah. there was any music. Yeah. Okay. But going back to you, let's just get the story back to you off of Cali Miles. The last thing I want to say about Callie Miles is she looked out for me a lot, okay? Because she just, I mean, she had a lot of attention on her. And she she let me get a little little bit of that spotlight. I will say that. That's right, all I'm going to say. Right. But going okay. back going back to the, to the Nova Souls and Tiger, okay? I just remember always missing you guys. Always being in the same spaces and going into the same places. And, and I just missed you. Or I left. When I left, y'all showed up and did y'all thing. Oh, okay. It was like, it was like so, it was, (laughs) it was literally a bunch of that. And then, and then when I finally met, when I finally met you, Mm -hmm. which was years later, which makes it even more dope because it's like, it was like, I didn't even, I didn't even, during that time when I was like, like you guys were like this ghostly 
apparition that I could never catch. Like the Prince. It was like you guys, in my opinion, for me, you guys were the Prince of Cleveland. Right? Okay, okay. Because with this whole thing with Prince, Prince always is known to, like, he's going to go on at 3 a.m. at this one place if you're in town and that he'll never go on. If you're around, you might you, you might get to hear it. You might get to hear it, right? So you were like the DJs. Scott said, this is still a story of how y'all met. <laughs> hey. And William said, way back, y'all bringing back memories. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going I'm to I'm wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. Nah, take your time, man. We got plenty of time. But when we finally met. Okay. Uh, really quick, shout out to the homie Kelsey who's in the chat on Instagram with her old beautiful self. Holla. So it was very similar with TG, too. Okay. Because TG, because TG's a part of this, because TG was like the connector. He definitely was. He was the connector. He definitely was. So TG was always doing, I was going to all these events, and TG was up doing hype man stuff for Big Boogie. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, rem- I remember that. I remember that era, actually. Yeah, so Big Boogie, and then the, 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 I got five on it at Touch Supper Club. Like, I was always seeing TG, right? Yep, yep. TG was like rocking the house all the time, right? TG was, all, TG was almost more relevant at those things than the cats that were DJ. Absolutely. Because there was a lot of times that like DJs would come in to cover and people were there to see TG. Yeah. They would be like, I don't give a fuck. I remember I DJed it one time. Nobody gave a fuck about me. Listen. <laughs> they only cared about TG. TG was the voice of the event. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I went to we went to see Nerd NERD in the House of Blues, downtown Cleveland. Me, me, my whole crew, Rod, Terrence, uh East, we was all up front. Big Boogie DJing. TG. I remember. I I kind of remember that era too. I think Look, I, was I there. You had to be. Yeah, I think I was. I mean, it there. was like Pharrell and Chad were literally in Cleveland at the House of Blues. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember they was D, Mick Boogie and uh, TG were were opening, and TG was literally rocking the crowd. You're not looking I'm, again. I love the DJ, right? Right, right. I right. always tell people, and this is not you, my favorite DJ of all time. Oh, appreciate you, man. Right, appreciate you. You're my favorite DJ. There's a couple of reasons why you got some superpowers that I've witnessed <laughs> that make you my favorite DJ. <laughs> but I was not caring about the DJ. I right. have no problem with Mick Boogie. I like Mick Boogie, but TG was rocking us that night. TG was the one that was keeping our attention. I'll be, I'll be honest. As a DJ. I feel like too many DJs have gotten away from having the hype man. I feel like places, places have. I don't feel like the DJs haven't done it as much, but the places like aren't willing to pay you to have a hype man. And a hot, a good hype man is so important. Absolutely. Like to be honest, I don't want to, I don't. So I get on the mic and people say I have a good voice for the mic. I feel like I sound like a mixtape DJ, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I hate getting on the mic. When yeah. I'm DJ, yeah, I want to show up, bury my face in my fucking DJ, and let if I could have somebody else hype the people up and yeah. talk to shit and do that, one hundred percent I would do it. Yeah. I don't need to be. Honestly, I'm already up there playing the music, so I'm already kind of the center of attention. If there's somebody, if if I could have somebody else that does the microphone stuff, like obviously within reason, like I would love that, and yeah. then I could just DJ. Yeah, I just want to play music yeah. and fucking. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just play my music and let somebody else hype the crowd up. Well, we're talking about two different types of events. For sure. So we're For talking sure. about the event where people go that enjoy music, being being introduced to new music. Yeah. Being taken on a ride, who like to be around other people. 
right? Right, that right. is what you're talking about, right? So yes. you're talking about the DJ, the hype man, and the crowd. It's yeah. three people that need to be together, right? Yep. Yes, Ex- exactly. 90% of what exists or what I go to, and I know the policy, we don't, we're not mentioning no, no venues, right? right? Right. But most of the venues you go to. Dingo, it, dingo, dango, just like. Dingo, dango. Okay. Dingo, dango. Listen. The most of the 90, 95% of the events we go to is. <laughs> and, uh, Fr- Frankie just said, Tiger's everyone's favorite DJ. Appreciate Listen, it. Frankie. Appreciate it. Also, happy I'd birthday agree. to Frankie. She happy just birthday. celebrated her uh, 21st. Happy She's been birthday. going to clubs for like the past year, but she celebrated. <laughs> you know what's funny? I met, I, I met her in a club New, New Year's Eve That's or like so- on my birthday, one of the two. Uh, last fucking January. That's so funny. <laughs> and she just celebrated her 21st. That's how This it fucking is. past Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, that's how it is. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay, cont- continue, sir. Continue. So 90% of the people, 90% of the events that people go to is basically the DJ's a jukebox and a club wants, the, the venue needs to make money. Right. That's it. It's that, that, that simple. That, that's literally what happens. Yeah. People, people tend to think of the DJ Instead of introducing them to new music, they just want the DJ to play the stuff that they already know and they already want to hear. Exactly. And that stuff, like, okay, the hits, I understand. And what I a lot of times what I'll do, dude, is I'll play in like the first half hour, I'll just run through the hits. Yeah. I'll run through the latest stuff yeah. and just get that shit out of the way. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm gonna play the stuff that maybe they forgot about and, you know. Oh shit! I remember this, or yeah. maybe some new shit that they're like, I don't know this, but it's got a dope groove to yeah. it. You know what I mean? I, tr- I at least try to do that. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Yo, this is what I do." I try to take people on a journey because that's like the typical DJ. What I try to do is I tell a story with the like, fam. Listen, we're playing music, <laughs> and we get paid for it. It's a yeah. beautiful job. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But at, at the end of the day, like that's what we're doing. And then Absolutely. and then there's times where we get the opportunity. It's kind of like being an actor, right? Um. Jason Statham plays action roles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what he gets paid to do. And then every now and again, he gets a role where he gets to flex yeah. his acting chops. Absolutely. Kevin Hart does comedy. Yeah. And then every now and again, he gets a role that he can actually show people like, oh, no, I can I can be dramatic. Yeah. You know, Jim Carrey is a stand-up comic. Yep. And then every now and again, he gets a role where he can show show you like, nah, man, I got range. Oh, it's all like that. Yeah. And I it's agree just, with it's, you. I, it's, for me, for me, and on Planet Tiger, in my bubble, that's how it is. Yeah, I get I get played I get paid to be an open format like top forty ish DJ, right? But then every now and again, I get those I get those gigs where it's like, nah, fam, you just be you. Yeah, especially like out of town, they'll be like, nah, you just yeah, you just do what you do, just yeah. do whatever you feel like doing, yeah. and you get to flex and you get to show your range and you get to. I don't try to force my range on people. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of artists in general, not just DJs, just, just artists, producers, photographers. Um, actors, you know, any visual artists, any type of artist in general, sometimes they'll try to force their range. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a photographer, a photographer might get booked to do like a fashion shoot, but yeah. then they might be like, nah, this is what we need to do. Yeah. This is how I, and you're forcing your range on people. You're yeah. trying to show people how vast your knowledge is. And sometimes people want you to be right here. They just want you to do this yeah. really quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Listen, yeah. let me give you some money. This is what I need. Yeah. So, that's that. That's how I get through the, what someone call some would call. I know I just went off on a tangent, got oh, way off topic. No, no, no. You were actually on topic. Because okay, we got well, the whole time to bring it back. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Ahead, for continue, sure, for sure. Continue. What some would call the um the mundane side of it or the boring side of it 
it's like, okay, when I DJ downtown, right, I'm getting paid to be in this area right here. And I know that going in. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to try to force, like, no, you're going to listen. I'm going to change the world with what I'm about to play for you. Yeah. I'll sneak stuff in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll sneak stuff in. Yeah. My cheat code is that I like music. So if 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 I'm hired to do open format top 40, I'm going to play the stuff that I like within that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. may not get every song that's you're currently hearing yeah. because I'm playing the stuff that I like. I might yeah. not like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if that, you know, and if, cause if I do all of just all of that, then I'm doing exactly what everyone else is doing. If we're all doing the same shit, then why are you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you coming to hear me as opposed to this other person? Yeah. So I got to give you something different. Yeah. Do something to uh, absolutely kind of, you know, while, I, while at the same time, I'm not trying to force my hand. Like, I'm not going to force you in to listen to fucking House All Night or force you in to listen to Dubstep. or, You know what I mean? I don't want to force my hand on people. Everything you say is relevant because this is part of our, our, our meeting story. Oh, okay. So, okay. So when I first decided to be a DJ, that was around the time where I was. Oh, really quick. Pun's mom, Miss Jackie P. Holla. Is in the chat. She said, uh, hey, I'm watching. Also on Instagram, uh, Greggy Westside said, who's your favorite Cleveland artist right now? Uh, I don't have a, a favorite Cleveland artist because I don't have a favorite artist. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I hate saying as a DJ, like, I hate doing that because it's like the, the person that, that just needs to let everybody yeah. know they're a DJ. Yeah. But for the sake of this conversation, as a DJ, personally, I find it dangerous to have favorite artists because then you'll keep playing them. You know yeah. what I mean? And then another reason I don't have favorite artists is because at some point they're going to let you down. So if you, like, let's say you like Drake, right? And you're like, I'm, I'm a diehard Drake fan. Not everything he puts out, it's all good, but it's, it might not resonate with you. Yeah. And then you might be let down now because your favorite has switched it up and done something different. So I yeah. just I just like what I like. You know what I mean? I feel that. And I try to think on a, a bigger level. Like, I welcome all Cleveland artists. Like, if you want to send me some stuff, 100%. The info is right, like, I put the info right there up on the screen. Uh, well, I got the ticker up there right now. But you can feel free to send it to me. I mean, I'm not hard to find. The only thing I can't do, and I can't stress this enough, don't walk up to me while I'm DJing <laughs> and say, <laughs> and ask me to play your song. You know what I mean? It's When I say no, it's not hate. It's not hate at all. I'm doing my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't go up to a chef while they're making a meal for a client and say, use my sauce. Nah. You know what I mean? Let me, let me, while you're performing, I'm not coming up to you saying, hey man, let me fucking play the beats for you. Like while Bless you're it. fucking rap, you know what Bless I mean? It. So I got so many funny stories about that <laughs> with you. There's been times that you've been DJing and I'm, I, they not letting me in the club. I ain't going to mention the no places and I'm texting. Yes. I'm that guy. I'm texting Tiger. But not really realizing that, like, this dude's probably DJing. And then I realized. <laughs> and it's like, you just don't never, not like you don't ever respond, but it's like. I usually respond to you. You do respond to I me. I respond to you, you for do, sure. You do respond. But my whole point is there is a delay. Not because you're. A little bit, yeah. yeah it's yeah. because you're, you're working. Yeah. And I remember when people used to come talk to me when I was DJing. Like, I don't think people realize, like, I'm, I'm an intelligent person, but I can't multitask at all. Oh really? Absolutely no. I can't text. Like I can't text somebody and talk. I can't. I can't do two things at once at all. And I know that the whole thing is no one can really do that, but I really can't. Oh okay. Like you can tell when I go blank. 
Like, if you're talking to me and I'm doing something else, you could tell, like, nothing's going into my mind. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, because I'm doing something else. Like, so when I'm trying to figure out the next transition or whatever, it's like literally, like, if somebody's talking to me, I literally can't do anything. So, but, oh, man, but yeah, love, that's, that's crazy. That's it. crazy. Um, but, I've, oh, yeah, I was going to say something about Adam. So, so so Adam, me and D, me and Adam really started DJing together at Touch. We start we had this event called Danger Danger, and that's when I like really started like DJing, like really like my first time ever DJing for people was my was our own event in the basement at Touch. Frankie said Tiger kills the multitask game, and my drunk ass tests it every time. I know. Hey, I <laughs> she, still forget. She, she's hilarious. I talked to <laughs> I talked to Tiger when he's DJing. I'd be like real. I'd be like realizing like, oh, you DJ. <laughs> Um, but, but, but long story short, long, I brought also really quick shout out to the homie stout Hello. and shout out to, uh, miss cakes over in the chat on Instagram. Does she make cakes? Uh, no, her nickname is cakes. Melissa cakes. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was her last name and then they were like, no, nah, it's not a real last name. I'm okay. like, well, it should be, <laughs> <laughs> um, long story. Okay. So I'm wrapping this all up. Okay. So T we introduced TG. TG, we met TG first. TG introduced us to Tiger. Mm-hmm. We had a stu- me and my crew had a studio. Oh yeah, I call it the studio with the fireplace because yeah, I don't really know the, how to explain the it. studio. Yeah. that was the spot. So we had a studio, and this is our second or third. This is our third studio because we had a studio in Lakewood. Then we had a studio downtown Cleveland, and this was our third studio as my little crew. Mm-hmm. And like you, you came through, and this is the weird thing. So Tiger comes through one night with TG. And like I'm on some like I'm meeting Prince, right? <laughs> but you was like the dopest, coolest dude ever. And from that moment on, I feel like we just had like a brotherhood. Like you've been like my brother ever since. Really quick, Gonzo said he gave her that nickname and can't believe it's still stuck. Oh my god! Well, it's stuck. He's, <laughs> he's trying to get some Osiris points. Right, I mean, right. <laughs> I just, I just, I just seen him down in Columbus uh, not too long ago. Oh, did, ooh, Gonzo? Yeah, that's what's he's up. On, I, I walk, I pull, I drive, I pull up, and he on a motorcycle. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'll let him tell you the story. Okay, he, he on a motorcycle. He, he on a motorcycle. Oh wait, hold on, Miss Hamburg's old fine ass is in the chat. Hey, Ashley, how you doing? All right, let me remember Ashley Hamburg. Let me remember that. She's fine in the motherfucker. Right, Curvier than a bag of snakes, homie. Okay. <laughs> let me go check that out later. Um, but yeah, I mean, you was like the, you literally, the great thing about it is like, we got to connect with you, TG, and you at the same time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like, we were like, I mean, we just had so much fun. Ever since that moment where I met you, we just had so, so much fun. We, I just, like, it just was the funnest time in my life. And you gave me a, you and TG gave me so many DJing tips. And one of them was a, your little rotation, like, oh, yeah. Top 40, play some stuff, stick yeah. some stuff. And I got to play at the one infamous place that I'm not going to say. Okay, okay. The number one place <laughs> on West Six that we're not going to say. I got to spin there. And I killed it every time. I killed it every time. Hell yeah. Because of Hell yeah. because of the stuff you told me, the, what you told me to do. I mean, we're here to help, man. We are here to help. So. Oh, shit. Uh, the 7.5 is in the chat. She said, man, I remember meeting Tiger. I thought he was a celeb. Who says I'm not? Hey. <laughs> Maybe I am. Just because you know me doesn't mean that I'm not, girl. I know. 
when you know Brad Pitt, that don't make him no different. Right, right, right. Just because you know, just because he's Bradley to you, don't be. <laughs> just because he's bratty, baby. Oh, man. You know, a funny story about that is, so, uh, actually, Alex, he's in, the, he's in the chat. So, when he was working out on the island, when I was living out there, um, oh, shit, one half of the Doe Bombers, Mr. John Doe is in the chat now. He just liked the stream. So my homie Tree Alex, right? I would see him all the time. Yo, what up, John? I would see him all the time, like daily. When you're on island, you see everybody yeah, daily. Yeah. And then I was doing a gig that was, you know, here, here, actually here in Cleveland. It was a pretty big show. And so, like, I was like, yo, do you want to come with me? Like, do you have to work tonight? You might as well roll with me. Plus, he had the car at the time. So I was like, can I borrow your car or just come with me? And he was like, yo, I'll roll with you. So he came. We went out there. I did the show. Um, I ended up being one of the, uh, I ended up going on last. So I was one of the headliners. Um, and there were some heavy hitters on this one. And then when we were leaving, um, he was like, uh, he said he said this to me. And it fucking, like, this is something. Nobody's ever said this to me. And it made me realize a couple of days. But he was like, yo. He was like, you know, being a. What was that? Oh, we got a new like. Oh, wow. Oh, it was Roflay. Okay. He was like, yo, being a, like being a, being like with you out on the island all the time. He goes, I don't realize that you're like actually like, you know, big at what you do. Not, I'm not huge. You know what I mean? But he's like, you're actually a sought after guy. Like you're an artist. Yeah. Like you actually do. He was like, there was people that were there to see you. And he's like, on that, we don't realize it on the island because you're living there. You're, yeah. I'm, you're around people. I'm yeah. around people every day there. Yeah. So when I go and DJ, you know what I mean? It's just, oh, yeah, Tiger's DJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whereas at this thing, it was like, oh, shit, yeah. Tiger's DJ. Yeah. Now, may not happen all the time, but in that particular case, it happened. And I, was, and I thought about it, and I was like, man, you're fucking right. Like, yeah. being, being around all the time. And it kind of goes back, speaking of John Doe, it goes back to something that John Doe used to say. So... Back in the day, the reason why y'all didn't see us that often, that was by John's design. Because John was like, look, if we're not playing, like now that we're getting gigs, now that we're doing stuff, when we weren't playing, we weren't out a lot. You know what I mean? Because he was like, people can't see us all the time. It worked. Because then they'll just get used to us. It worked. Yeah, yeah. I'm letting you know, because even to this day, I know you. <laughs> and I'm still mesmerized by you. Right? John said, we're doing a show with Naked Girls this weekend. But listen. Yeah, we're doing a show at Christie's on uh, Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, you should come out to that. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say is that John Doe, to me, is still elusive. Yeah. Because I don't I don't have a relationship with him. and not, Okay. Not because of anything other than just the fact that this is just that's how life worked. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So every time I see him, I'm still like, oh, that's John Doe. <laughs> Going back all the way to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. When, like, it was Tiger and John Doe. Mm-hmm. There's some um, there's Also, Jackie P is on Facebook now. She's here and she's watching. Listen, listen. You got blessed with a couple of things. Number one, you're talented. So that's just start there. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank so you. you actually have talent. The fact that your name is Tiger is memorable. That's, uh, I saw my mom. You have a very unique. Okay, I hate to. You know, also, John says salute to you. Hey, salute, bro. Absolutely, salute. absolutely. Um, you. I don't want to say you have a unique personality or you have a unique look because I feel like that's just like like you're like weird looking. So you look. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you you definitely aren't a person in a crowd. You're definitely not a person that you you mix with the crowd. 
which is good. This is a positive. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I can see that for sure. And then secondly is your, your, who you are as a person, like the way you carry yourself with other humans yeah. is in a, in a high caliber that people remember you if, they, if they've ever met you or experienced being around you. Okay. So okay. You, got, you, got your, you got your talent, you got your name, you got your look, and you got actually your, the aura. Okay. Okay, I mean, I'm with that. I don't know what else there is. Like, I'm, you got, I'm, no, like I'm, you, I'm, I'm with that. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here get, for it. How you get all four? <laughs> how you get four out of four? That ain't fair. <laughs> My man Chagas said, indeed, indeed. <laughs> hey, real quick. What happens if I use the restroom? Just go to the bathroom, man. All right, I gotta walk past that dog. No, his uh, his 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 thing is uh, his thing is brought down. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> but while you do that, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to the people real quick. Um, the way you gotta turn the light on in there though is you gotta tell the uh the Amazon thing to do it. Oh, so you gotta say you know the name you know the name to say, and then just say turn on turn on the lights when you get in there. You'll be all right. So um, <laughs> Adam said Tiger's real name is Paul. He goes by Tiger for that exact. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, honestly, I couldn't imagine if my name, if my name was Paul, I couldn't imagine that. I like being, I like being Tiger. It's, I'm a big fan of it. I enjoy it. I like, uh, the fact that I don't have to ever, people don't ever try to convince me to be vegetarian because I'm Tiger and there's not a lot of, uh, vegetarian tigers. Um, <laughs> John said, get turned. <laughs> oh man. William said, here we go with dogs again. Yo, it's just one, William. It's just one. He, uh, he, so, so Dexatron is kind of deathly afraid of dogs. He doesn't, I don't know if he's afraid. He doesn't like them. So he's not a fan. So I put my dog away in his, he has his own bedroom and I put, I put him away whenever he comes over. Um, Alex. Yeah. The spelling is completely different. I mean, it's not, it's not that it's rough, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's just different. People like to assume the spelling though. Like people will just assume it's spelled T I G E R when it's not. Uh, Frankie said, everyone I've introduced you to loves you for real. Include me included. Oh, well, thank you. I love them as well. Like you, you run with a great squad and I say great because I'm included in it. Hey, oh, got that one in there. You know, this is, this is not terrible, but I don't think I would ever do like a podcast just by myself. Although I might one day, um, Matt Andrew says, I'm not sure I'd be able to go with, uh, Oh, with the A word, watching and listening. I mean, it was all right, right? She wasn't like listening to you, right? Did everything work? Well, first of all, your bathroom was like a club. <laughs> yeah, there's a light in the toilet. <laughs> I'm peeing in the toilet, and, a, and the toilet is changing colors inside the bowl. First of all, <laughs> did you turn the light off? Did you tell her to turn the light yeah, off? It, it was it was easy. It was okay. just like I said it, and then it happened. And when I left, I said the other thing. And yeah, it just like yeah. it was intuitive. Yeah, just, all I needed was that direction of. I gotta talk to the to the Amazon yeah. people. Damn. Yeah, what 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 happened? Uh, well, I thought I, I was waiting for you to hit me up and uh, never heard anything from you. you. Said missed out on Sunday. Ended up at the casino for the the one in Cleveland. You should have hit me up. I would have came to the casino. Um, and Frankie says she's trying to do a uh, she's trying to do a podcast with me. Let's make it happen. We can make it happen. There's some things coming up that uh, me and Dex were sitting here just talking about. Um, I'm going to work on streaming more days per week. Uh, I would like to stream, you know, honestly, I would like to try to do a stream, maybe not daily, but close. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
the idea that I had is to do a gaming stream where I have a guest kind of like the rotation or the rotation might turn into this or maybe on certain rotate <laughs> certain episodes of the rotation. This is what happens. So whoever the, whoever the, um, whoever the guest is, hold on, William, you know what, you know, what's happening. You're messaging me on my fan page instead of my regular Facebook page. So as, instead of messaging me as a friend, you're messaging me on the business account. And after a few messages, what I found out is it starts to cut it off. Like if you don't schedule, so with, with Messenger on my Tiger page, right? When people are saying something, it keeps trying to get me to like add it to the schedule and stuff like that. So after a while, like I won't, if I don't add it to, like if I don't add something to the schedule, it won't even like sometimes give me the message because it figures, okay, this person, you know, this person ain't about shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, we're friends, he's not trying to book me, but yeah. the messenger is thinking, okay, you know, like, hey, yeah. what are we doing here? So yeah. mess message me either. Yo, text me, man. You got my number, don't you? But, yeah, you weren't messaging me on regular messenger. You were regular messaging me on – you got to message me on Tiger Adonaldo as opposed to, like, Tiger. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, oh, Alex just liked the stream. It's about time, sir. <laughs> Been in the chat all day. Uh, oh, my homie Damien just liked the stream. John said my, my fan page messenger sucks. Yo, me, a messenger for a, a fan page is not great. It's just not great at all. I mean, so. It's a shame. Well, it's good for what it is, right? So on that, um, if you get in, hey, I'd like you to do this thing on this date. Are you available? And if I say yes, I can add it to a calendar. Boom, 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 boom. But if we're trying to have full conversations, you know what I mean? It's not good. And it, and you know what? It's partly, it's partly my fault because I also, I was just so excited to talk to my friend. Like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. It's been a while. Like, dude gave me my first snowboard. You know what I mean? We wrote, we ride BMX together. Like that, like that was, that's my homie. So I was just, I haven't talked to him in such a long time. I was just so excited to talk to him that I didn't even look like what platform, you know what I mean? So it was partly my fault as well. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, you were uh, messaging me on the wrong one. So when I went to the bathroom and it's like a whole new set of comments on this thing, man. Today it's yeah, popping. Yeah. Yeah. It's popping in here. It's popping in here. I, you know what? I tell people whenever I tell people, Hey, come be on the show. And they're like, I wouldn't know what to talk about. Like I'm nervous. And I tell people, listen, I have the most supportive chat room on the planet. Like it's the most non-toxic. We got one toxic person. His name is Polly chaser. <laughs> and he's from, he's from Amsterdam or he's from, he's from the Netherlands. He's Dutch. He likes to stir shit up. He, he, here's the thing. He's like the grumpy old guy with the heart of gold. You know what I mean? Like, he says things in a very aggressive way, but his beliefs, you know, he believes in equality for everyone. He believes in all these things, but then he'll say like some wild shit and you'll be like, Polly, come on. bro." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he, uh, Oh, Justin Bell is here. Oh, and Georgina is in the chat. <laughs> Josh said the Dutch. Yeah, the Dutch, the Dutch get down like that. Oh, did you ask where uh you asked where Rod could watch, right? Tell him just go to my uh the, the Facebook. He can go to the Facebook or he can go to um, that's, I, I, that's what I told him. Yeah, either Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Tiger 39. Or if he doesn't have any of those, if he doesn't have any accounts anywhere, tell him go to tiger39.live. 
I'm a Texan, actually. Tiger39.live. Oh, I forgot to put the, I just got a text. I forgot to put the, uh, I always forget to put the link in the, uh, in the chat. Um, it's changed to Tiger39.love. <laughs> oh, man. So I always forget to put the tip link in the chat. And uh, it's because I don't care about, you know what I mean? I don't care about that stuff. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really care about that, that stuff. But, you know, people like to do it. And I appreciate it 100%. But it doesn't matter to me. But it's there. So, uh, wait, who's Armor45? He just followed. Who is, wait, who is that? Wait, wait, but who, but who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Announce yourself. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us who you are. Oh, it's Alex. Oh, okay. Tree. <laughs> you know what? I should have, you know what? It clicked after you, uh, after you said it, it clicked because, uh, I, uh, wait, hold on. There it is. All right. Uh, boom. He said it's way easier to watch over there than, um, than Twitch. I just modded you. So refresh, refresh your, uh, Twitch, Alex. Cause I, uh, I just modded you. Yeah. That's his Xbox gamer tag. Okay. So oh, he's he a, he a fellow <laughs> Xboxer. Yeah. I, bro, I'm an Xboxer as well. Okay. I get you know what's weird? People, I get hated on my PlayStation folks. Do you? Yeah. See, I'm not a, okay. So <clears throat> when it comes to gaming, right, I'm not a, Roflay said 20 mods. They're all my friends. They're all my friends. Honestly, the only mod that I have on Twitch that aren't like people that I actively know in the real world is Roflay and Matt Andrews. You know what I mean? But I still consider them my my friends. Mm -hmm. Now I consider them my friends. Those are my friends from across the pond. Uh, oh, Toby's in the chat. I got to mod Toby. I, I'll mod Toby after she has her baby. Because... Uh, She's with child right now. You know how you know how angry sometimes pregnant women get. She'll fuck around, block everyone in the fucking chat, and just just ban everybody. She'll fuck around, ban me in the chat. <laughs> poor poor Polly Chaser. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Um, but I so I'm not a person that Alex knows. I've always I've I don't like choosing. If there's two consoles, I want two consoles. Yeah, you know what I mean. And oh, if, yeah. if I'm financially able able to do it, I'm gonna do it. If I'm not financially able to do it, I'm gonna get to the point to where I'm financially able to do it, and then I'm gonna do it. But I will never sit there and be like, "Yo, this console sucks. I'm this console for life." I used to be that way, and I'm like, "That's not the move." You know right. what I mean? If what you, my mom used to used to tell me, "Use what you use what you got." to do what you need to do. Yeah. And I took that like, like DJing and producing, right? I'll use whatever you put in front of me. If it's yeah. logic. Okay. I'll figure, I'll figure it out. If yeah. it's, if you put me in front of two tape decks and you're like, I need you to rock this party. I'm going to figure it the fuck out. Whatever yeah. I got, whatever's there, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. So it's the same thing with gaming for me. Like whatever I have, if I have a fucking original Xbox, okay, I'm going to play fucking original Xbox yeah. games. Yeah. Or I'm going to mod it and load it up with fucking emulators. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I'm not one that hates on, that hates on, you know, I don't hate on you because you're an Xbox person. Listen. You know what I mean? My, my daughter, so both my daughters are gamers. Right. <clears throat> Which is a beautiful thing. Like, we're a gaming family. We play Call of Duty every night. My 11-year-old my daughter is in my Call of Duty squad with grown men. She's just that gangster. She, gets, she got a controller with the paddles and all that. Oh, shit. And then my other daughter, she's more into, like, Resident Evil, like 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 campaign type games, like one one player games, right? But they both are gamers, okay? 
And, you know, I feel like my kids are, be, my, we got, I'm Xbox. They got Xboxes, right? But because they're younger, 11 and 15, they're like influenced by YouTube community. Right. So now they want PlayStations. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay. so then I let I let my one daughter play. She played on a PlayStation Five. With one of my but other buddies got a PlayStation Five. He brought right. it. He brought it to my office and we played it. And she don't like the controller now. So I just was like, you you just wanted it because everyone was saying you should get it. When at the end of the day, it's just do just do you. Yeah, just do just do just what do you, you do. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just see how like being young, like I'm an adult, so I I don't I got I've been. I started off with PlayStation, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I was diehard PlayStation. I never had the Xbox One. The original Xbox, I never, I I mean, it's weird because they named it the Xbox One. What right. I meant is the original <laughs> Xbox. The first the, the first one. Just the, the Xbox. I never had it. All right? Yeah, yeah. When Xbox 360 came out, just because when I went to the store, they didn't have the PlayStation was not available or whatever. When I was trying, I just, on the Xbox 360, you got it stuck. Let me buy it. And then I just been uh, really quick. Mr. Josh Land is in the chat. What up, sir? My bad, bro. Didn't mean to cut you off. Are you good? Hey. And Josh just liked the stream. Look, the audience comes first. This show, me and you be talking to each other. <laughs> you can turn off all the cameras, turn off all this equipment you got, and me you could just talk. If right. They we'll, weren't we'll, here. we'll keep talking. We'll yeah. keep talking. If they wasn't here, we just we could we don't need all of this, right? Yeah. No, but uh. It doesn't mean y'all should leave. We no, like y'all being here. No, don't leave. <laughs> I'm saying y'all, y'all's the most important part. That's what I'm. That's what, yeah, what yeah. I was trying to say. But at the end of the day, it's just like I, I feel you. I mean, you always have everything. So, I, you know, you know what it is. Is like growing up, I had to choose. Growing up, I had to be like, okay, if I get this, I'm not getting anything else yeah. for the rest of the year. If I get this console, then I can't get nothing else. If I get this pair of shoes, that's the only pair of shoes I'm gonna have for like the next like couple of years until they're literally falling apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not to say that I grew up, I wasn't upset about that because here's here's a little trick that people don't, oh, Steve Austin is in the chat. Here's a, Stone Cold? Yeah, that's what, that's what we call him, Stone Cold. He looks oh, exactly like Stone okay. Cold Steve Austin, bro. Okay. Uh, Mike, yeah. Um, here's a little trick that people don't know, man. Growing up poor, isn't as bad as people think because you don't know that you're poor. I, I always say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when people ask me like, yo, what was it like growing up not having much? It was just like you growing up. Yeah. I, I had less things, but I didn't know that because yeah. that was the normal. Everyone around me. Yeah. Like had had less stuff. One, I didn't realize, you know, really what was going on until like, honestly, like high school, college, really. Yeah. And that's when it was like. It's like other people. Yeah. Oh, damn. This motherfucker got. Three pair of shoes? Listen, <laughs> you know they say the human human beings are so resilient. Yes, right. That's yes. why any any post apocalyptic movie. I don't care if zombies took over the world, aliens took over the world, a nuclear fallout. Mm -hmm. People still going party. Yes. Like, think about the Matrix. Yeah, they were partying. The machines under Earth. <laughs> machines are trying to murder you. <laughs> they partying, having Hard. sex. <laughs> having fun they they making technology programming artificial intelligence like you just whatever your situation is you just live with it i right, think about right. like like tom hanks on the island and castaway he yes. was so he was thriving thriving he, like a, lot, a, a lot of people look at the movie and say he wasn't thriving no he he made a friend with a, a volleyball he was the yeah, human brain he will, definitely became friends with a volleyball the human brain will make sure you're able to just 
be at a baseline where you can enjoy highs and lows. Whatever that is, highs and lows, wherever you are. If you're, that's why, I mean, I, I'm not trying to get negative, but that's why a lot of rich, wealthy people, I mean, these people are unhappy. They have divorced. They commit suicide. Yeah. You think like, dude, you can do anything you want and you're killing yourself or you're divorcing your your your, your spouse or you're, you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. It's because the way our mind works is we don't, that stuff doesn't really even matter. Right, right, right. So I just feel like when you're, like you said, to just what you said, when you're poor and you growing up, you're like, man, this is, everyone ain't eating this way, eating beans and rice every day. I mean, beans right, and rice right. is delicious. <laughs> just thought it was normal shit. It's delicious. Like, I don't know nothing else yeah. but beans and rice. Oh, you, you didn't know? hunt for your food uh, as yeah. a child? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, you know, when people grow up poor, it's not. It's not a woe is me type situation. Yeah. You don't you don't know that you're poor. You only know you're poor. Honestly, recent times people realize they're poor because of social media. Absolutely. And they're looking at other stuff on social media. Yeah. But as the saying goes, comparison is the thief of joy. Um Ooh. I, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. I was I was there was never a time in my life that I didn't feel loved. Mm-hmm. There was never a time in my life where I was like starving. Yeah. My parents might have been, yeah. you know what I mean? But I didn't know that. Yeah. So at the time, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm eating this food and they're doing without. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. There was never a time where I felt like, you know, I never felt like my, you know, somebody wanted to get rid of me or unwanted or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, growing up, man, I had a great life. Now, certain things, certain um, luxuries you know, consoles, extra shoes, stuff like that. No, I didn't have that, but I just learned to take care of the shoes that I had. Right. Or if I got a console, like, okay, this is going to be my console. Let me make the most of it. I fucked up and got a console that was kind of a shit console. I ain't going to say what it was, but it was a shit console. <laughs> and I made the most of it. I played every game that was on it. I beat every game that that I bought, that I got for it or that I stole. I was stealing Michael. I was fucking, I was, <laughs> I was boosting the shit out of these fucking catch <laughs> Yo, games were so expensive, man. Hey. I was boosting the hell out of them. Hey. Oh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't compare my life to anyone's life because in on Planet Tiger, I live a charmed life. Yeah, and the reason I say that is because so like I live a luxurious, charmed life. Am I in a mansion? No. Am I driving a fucking Lamborghini? No. Am I fucking rich and with, with wealths, wealths and all that stuff? No. But my life is charmed, and the reason is because I don't compare it to nobody else. Yeah. I'm not on I'm not on to socials looking at what other people have and saying, man, I have this, but I don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my my car, to me, when I get in my car, I feel like I'm getting into a spaceship, and yeah. I enjoy it every, hey. every minute. Every minute that I'm in it, every minute that I'm around it, every minute that I have it, I am, I am so overjoyed, and I'm so happy, and I'm like, dude, I'm living a charmed rock star life. And it's because I'm not comparing it to the fucking Bentley. Yeah, I'm not I comparing agree. it to the. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not comparing it to the Phantom. Yeah, I'm comparing it to the one I had before. Yeah, this one now is better than the one I had before. So I'm living high on the hog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with you know, uh, like my TV, right? Is it the biggest TV on the planet? No, but I'm not. It's pretty big. It's pretty, pretty big, big fucking TV. <laughs> and I'm looking at like 17 TVs up in here. But I'm not comparing it to other people's TVs. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to other people's houses like, oh shit, this person has the 102 inch, and I only got the 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 75. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I'm enjoying because it's bigger than what I had before. Therefore, 
I'm living high on a hog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I comparison is the thief of joy, and I don't I don't compare anything to any. I don't compare anything to anything. I don't even compare like ex girlfriends to current girlfriends. Like yeah. I don't I don't do that. Yeah. Because if you do that, you ain't gonna never be happy. You, you, won't. you know what I mean? You like won't. all the shit that I used to do with this chick, but I don't get to do with this chick anymore. That's just gonna make you unhappy with the with the with the person you're with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Enjoy that person for that person. That you know that ain't just women. That's anybody. Enjoy that human being for that human being. Whether it's friendship, relationship, whether y'all just fucking, like whatever it is. Enjoy that person for for what they are, unless they're just a trash person. Yeah, and then get the fuck out. You know what I mean? You know, I struggle with that because I recently. I right, um, careful now. You're you're a married man. You better. <laughs> well, no, not that. Oh, okay, specific. okay. Yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> careful, um, careful where you go. With hey, this. <laughs> I was specifically talking about comparison <laughs> is a thief of joy. Okay, okay. <laughs> just to clarify for everyone. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, um, I went through like a midlife crisis. Oh, really? And I really? and you I ain't even at midlife yet. I know, but listen, I real okay. So here's a that's a myth. Okay, okay. So midlife crisis, I realized what it was when I went through one, right? Okay. And not and not everyone goes through one, right, 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 right. But I went through one because I think that just me, who I am as a person, I am a very ambitious entrepreneurial type person mm -hmm. right with a bunch of flaws and a bunch of bad habits so i'm in this weird cycle where i want to be successful i want to do all this stuff but i get in my own way because i'm just a very, i'm just a unique person right you, you definitely are so 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 what what a midlife crisis what i realized what it really is is that i'm 37 years old i'm about to be 38 in november okay right? okay so the, your average life expectancy is is about 76 to 80 years old mm -hmm. right so okay. in about two years give or take some months i'm gonna be i literally would hit the halfway mark of what my average life expectancy is i can live to okay. 100 i can die tomorrow so true is, right true. facts facts so but because i know this knowledge that we live to we're about 80 i know this it's in my mind so i'm affected by that information as i'm coming up to this halfway point, mm -hmm. when you're 17 years old, you're on an upward trajectory. You're on the trajectory. Yeah. You see, you're talking about snowboarding. What's that thing? The the the, the lift. You're on yeah, the lift. You're on the lift. You're on the lift. When you're on the lift, everything's amazing because you didn't go down the hill yet. You didn't do the snowboarding yet. Right. It's right. still in front of you. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna jump off this little little hill. I'm gonna do this little. Axel 360. I don't know snowboarding. <laughs> sound good. I know it some, sound good. I know some. I know some skateboarding stuff. Right. I do. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know snowboarding stuff. I know some of it's the same. But anyway, um, you get you're thinking about all the tricks you're about to do, all the fun you're about to have, right? So it's just so exciting. You're on a high. You're going up the hill. But once you get to the once you get on the top of the hill, you're like, dang, I'm literally about to go over this hill and do my thing in about. Two minutes or a minute and a half, depending on the hill. I don't know. I've never been snowboarding. <laughs> it's about to be over. Right, right, right. So, as they say, it's all downhill from here. Okay. You have a different mindset when you're on the top of the hill than when you're on the lift. Truth. Truth. Okay. Yeah. So when you're arriving to 40, you're thinking about, bro, I lived to 38. If I do this again, if I, if I do the same thing I did already, which I'm already at the end of, I'm going to be dead. It's a funeral. It's my funeral. 
Mm, okay. So you okay. start to think different and you start to start thinking about all the stuff where you should be and where you're not and where everyone else is and what you wanted to accomplish. And I actually went through some talk. I actually had a therapist and went through mm-hmm. some talk therapy therapy. Okay. And my therapist was like a you very unique guy who I'm so glad I got, I, I got connected with him. This guy was a heroin addict, a opioid addict. He used to be a pharmacist. He was stealing pharmaceuticals out of the pharmacy he was working at. He went to prison. Oh, he twice. was he was a pharmacist while he was the heroin addict. Well, he became a pharmacist and then got hooked on opioids and they got hooked oh, on heroin after shit. being a pharmacist. This is in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an okay. older gentleman from Cleveland, and he's from Cleveland too. Okay. And this right now, he's a lawyer. He's been a lawyer for 10, 15 years. He um and he's also a therapist. So he's a lawyer and a therapist, but used to be but used to be a pharmacist, mm-hmm. but went to prison twice because after he got out of prison from the whole being on opioids and heroin and all that, uh-huh. he came back out and went back on it again. Oh, okay. And but look, he's my therapist. Yeah. Like he's not like he's not like a piece of shit. Mm, right? But he okay, has a story. Yeah. And that's the whole point. His whole point he was telling me was like, bro, let me tell you my story. I'm thriving right now. I got mm-hmm. properties all over. I got properties all over Cleveland. I travel everywhere. I got an amazing wife. I got an amazing life. I've been to prison twice. Mm-hmm. Not just like uh, one year in prison. I spent multiple years in prison. I, I ruined my family business. His father was a pharmacist. Oh, okay. So he okay. went into the family business and ruined his whole family business because he was a he got addicted to the drugs. Holy shit! My, so my hope, the whole thing was is like he was just telling me that like, bro, what you need to worry about now is your purpose. Mm-hmm. What is your purpose? So accomplish your ambitious goals, but make sure you're doing your purpose. Okay. So you okay. get fulfillment on the journey. Yeah. Right. It's not just the end result when you're a millionaire. Right? It's right, like the whole right. time you're enjoying it. Yeah. So if you die before you get to where you think you're supposed to go, you enjoy the, every step of the way. Mm. So when you say that um, comparison is the is the thief of joy, man, people don't realize how, how that serious that is because I'm, and you've known me a long time. Mm-hmm. Every time we, I've talked a lot of big stuff. And, yeah. and stuff has not necessarily come to fruition like I wanted it to. Yet. Yet. Because I'm on a journey and just enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. And when it comes, I can enjoy it. Who and cares about what I didn't do and how I didn't do it and right, how that right. didn't work out? Just enjoy what you're supposed to do. You're trying. I'm trying. There's a lot of people that, there's a lot of people that, so some people may say, okay, this guy talks a big game, but he doesn't finish all of it, but you finish some of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like a lot of the people that say that aren't finishing any of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying. Yeah. You're making an effort. You're doing stuff. You're, as they say, throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. There's people that are out there that aren't even trying, that don't even, they're scared to make the effort. Yeah. And these aren't lazy people. I I don't like calling people lazy. You know what I mean? Just because somebody hasn't started a business doesn't mean they're lazy. Yeah. They might be scared. They might be happy in what they're doing, what they're doing. Exactly. You know what I mean? The only time I have a problem with them is when they look at other people that are actually trying stuff and are saying, okay, well, you're not. You're not accomplishing this. Oh, you're you're a DJ. You're not touring the world, though. Yeah. You're not doing this. Yeah, but I'm but I'm I'm doing I'm eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you're trying, man. Yeah. You're you're doing things. And and as long as you never lose that, 
you know? Like, if you come up with ideas, some of the... The fuck is going on? I know. I'm like, it's not like somebody was dragging somebody around upstairs by the ankle. Uh, <laughs> some of the best things that have ever been done started as a crazy-ass idea. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you really think about it, it started as a crazy-ass idea. Yeah. So... Yeah, as long as you always have ideas and the crazier, the better, the wilder, the better. And then, you know, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is fucking crazy. Like this, this seems impossible. Okay. So what are some little things that I can do to get to that point? Absolutely. And you'll accomplish so much on this path. Yeah. That even if you don't accomplish this, you've accomplished all, you know, these hundreds of, 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 of smaller things. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how Bluetooth was discovered. Fuck yeah. There's so much technologies and things that change our lives that like the people that were just, that discovered it, that's not what they were trying to make. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) They were like, we we accidentally made Bluetooth. Yep. We accidentally made Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? Think about this, dude. There was a time where like, so the fact that I can FaceTime you on my phone, right? Yeah. Think about when the first time somebody saw that on like Star Trek. Yeah. Back in what the what was that the sixties, the fifties or sixties? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were probably like, "That's fucking impossible." Yeah. There's no way in hell. And then yeah. somebody was like, "Nah, we're gonna figure this shit out." Yeah. And they're like, "Nah, listen, yeah. listen, yeah. you haven't accomplished it yet." Yep. And they didn't accomplish it in the seventies. Yep. yep. Didn't accomplish it in the eighties. Didn't really accomplish it in the nineties. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And there was somebody pointing a finger like, "Ah, you failed. Yeah. You're a failure." Which is kind of part of one, of one of our topics, why people are so obsessed with failure. You failed at doing this. Yeah. You didn't accomplish this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not realizing, dude, we got fucking cell phones now. Yep. We had beepers. We had uh, actual fucking like clear telephones, color TV, all yep. these smaller accomplishments that led us to the point that we can FaceTime with each other right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, can have a girl, you can have a girlfriend or a boyfriend all the way in Bucharest, having never been there, yeah. and you could see each other every day. Yeah. Whereas before, you had to write a letter, yep. send it, yep. wait. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, wait a fucking week for a day. I remember uh, when I was younger, I dated a chick that was from Sweden, and she went back to Sweden. And we, didn't have no FaceTime, we didn't have FaceTime or anything like that. There were cell phones, but we didn't have FaceTime. So when she went to Sweden, like I either had to email her or write her, yeah. and then I had to wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it'd be like, fuck, I don't think this chick likes me anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Randomly, yep. a letter comes in the mail. It's like, okay. I still- <laughs> yep. Now, the minute they get, hey, text me when you get home. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, yeah. call me when you get home. They're about to get on the plane to fly 14 hours. Call me when you get home. You know yeah. what I mean? We'll FaceTime when you get And the minute they arrive, you can fucking basically walk them into their door virtually. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that will kind of poo-poo on you for trying these huge things. And maybe not accomplishing them, but then ignoring all of the little shit that you accomplished yeah. along the way. And I think that's because there's this obsession with failure. Yeah. You know, people people have this obsession with with failing. Yeah. Like fucking uh, Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. Just lost a fight. People are already memeing it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, they're making memes. They're making jokes. They're making, they're doing all these things, right? Uh, that man... Broke his leg in half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His dream, his dream career, This is that dude's been fighting since, you know what I mean? Yeah. Since far as long as he can remember. Yeah. Is possibly over. Yeah. The mental ramifications of yeah. that yeah. is bananas. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We see it all the time. Football players, when they retire, like, go into a depression. Yeah. Because all they've ever known was the competition. Yeah. And when they can't do it anymore, it's, it's, it's a sad day. 
fighters, when they retire, when they yeah. have to retire, it's a sad day. They have to get therapy and everything yeah. else. This man might be forced to. Yeah. His fucking leg broke in half. My, you know what I mean? My dad was in the NFL. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your dad was in the NFL. And he had a career-ending injury. How did that affect him mentally? It was hard. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I mean, he uses it. Obviously, you know, my dad mentors young men and, and, and everything like that. He's very involved with young men um, and mentoring and all that and counseling and all that. And he uses it. It's a great story. But really quick, Gonzo said first time he saw video calling was Demolition Man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Man. Such a good movie. <laughs> He, he shouldn't even brought that up because I'm such I'm probably going to watch it tonight. Right now. Yeah. Uh, William said military. Yeah, exactly. When when uh, when vets retire a lot yeah. of times, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. all they knew was this one way of life and it's hard for them. It's yeah. difficult. Absolutely. Oh, my man. Hey, Adam King. He, he, he shouted us out. I appreciate you. Oh, we, shit. Yeah. Appreciate you, Adam. You're a good dude. Me, I, look, me and Adam go way back, but for sure. For sure. Um, The thing about Connor. Something that upset me was like how crass like other people are being. Like uh Mr. Mr. JP. I'm not gonna say his name, but everybody knows who he is. Uh the one that's boxing soon, right? Yeah. It's talking all this shit about Connor. And it's like Connor's never said anything about him. Connor's never acknowledged him. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Yeah. Doesn't want to box him. Yeah. Never acknowledged him. He's yeah. concentrating on fighting. Yeah. And then, you know, for him to make fun of somebody, I if you're not willing to do what that person does, yeah. don't make fun of him. Yeah. He's boxing. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah, I agree. But if you ain't willing to step into the cage, yeah. you lose all every right to make fun of somebody who is actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. You know what I mean? The only thing that annoyed me with Conor McGregor that he did that I just think it was in the moment. Is he said to the other dude that's like, your wife was in my DM. Oh yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I'm not saying Connor's a Didn't you get mad at Jake? JP, whatever we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP for... for Doing basically the same shit. Yeah, it's like... You yeah, I'm not I'm not defending Connor for that. Yeah, yeah. That's not... I'm not... So but everyone I'm, that knows, knows I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm yeah. not... But I I don't do... Really quick, but I don't do I'm the uh, the disclaimer thing. Yeah. So I don't do the... Well, I'm not really a fan, but I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that knows me knows I'm not. Yeah. So I don't... Yeah, I don't do the disclaimer anymore. However, that being said... Uh, yeah, the, the dude's leg broke in half. Oh, I agree with you. You know what I mean? But those are only people, the people, like you said, the people who are kind of have all this stuff to say, my theory is, is that most people, I'm not going to say all people, mm -hmm. but people want to be somebody. They want to feel important. And not everyone is... <laughs> Gonzo said, I just got added to the HBO Max. <laughs> what what <laughs> HBO Max? <laughs> I think he meant to say that Demolition Man just got added. Oh, it just got added. Oh, yeah. it. I thought he meant he just got added. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's how I, t I took it as it got added. Oh. But uh, I, I thought he was saying that he got yeah, added. He that, must have meant I it. I mean, that's, it, what, that's, what, that's yeah. what he wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I just feel like most people, the reason they like to see, the reason they like reality shows is, let's be honest. The Shout out to the homie Ryan. Really dope stand-up comic. He's watching in the chat on uh, Instagram. Please, oh, for real? please continue. I love, love stand-up comedy. yeah. I used to manage two stand-up comedians in LA. Really? Yeah, in yeah LA. you should you should link with Ryan. Yeah, man. He's, would, a, he's would, a funny dude. Man. I would love I would love to uh, just in, enjoy what he does. Yeah, for sure. But um, what I was saying was is I I believe that most people want to be somebody, but they don't necessarily have the confidence or the courage or whatever we want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason reality TV exploded is because it was seeing train wrecks. Right. It was right. seeing people who were on this level go mm -hmm. down to this level. Yep. 
I think really the only ones that I think there was only a couple where people started here and went up. And that was like Robin Big and and like those were like Rob Deerdeck, where you see some regular people that you didn't know who they were. And then they purposely intentionally made it where it's like, we're not going to show drama. We're going to show us winning. Right. But everything. I don't know else, if I go as far as say regular people, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But 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 ninety nine point. 99.9% of the reality shows were people going down a couple levels, mm-hmm. which yeah. brought them up because I mean, of shows, this shows weird like, level. Shows like Teen Mom and, like, how are we how are we making these teenage, these pregnant teenage girls, like, famous? They're not ready for that. They, they don't you know what seem I mean? like they're thriving. No. A they, lot of them, a lot of them, it all goes downhill after that. Yeah. A lot of them... Turn to porn afterwards. Oh and man, here's a bunch thing. of them. As did. somebody who has worked in the adult industry, not as a performer, as a, a cameraman, director, <laughs> you gotta you gotta let people know. <laughs> um, they be googling Tiger. Right, right, right. Uh, no one should turn to porn. And what I mean by that is, if you want to work in the adult industry, that should be a choice. Yeah, you should decide to do that. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I am. I, I like the way that I look. No matter how you look, I like the way that I look, and I could make money from yeah. this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do it OnlyFans. I'm going to do. You know what I mean? If you're turning to porn out of desperation, that means that it wasn't something that was on your radar. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck. I I got to get by. Yeah. I got to do this. And a lot of the girls that were on Teen Mom once they become once they come of age, they're getting approached by yeah. all of these fucking agencies. Oh, yeah. Like I know oh, yeah. that for a fact. Oh yeah. They're getting money thrown at them. And they, what happens is a lot of these agencies throw money at you when you're at your lowest. It happened yeah. to Iggy Azalea. When Iggy Azalea was feeling self-conscious about her body, um, there was a lot of porn companies throwing money at her. Like, yo, we'll give you X amount of dollars to come and do a porn. Just fucking, you ain't yeah. even got to fuck nobody. Just come yeah. and be on her. Yeah. And for her, thankfully, that she was you know strong-minded enough to be like, no, that's not the direction I want my career to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, a lot of these girls... They get their fame and then they get addicted to it, to it, the endorphins that get released from fame and all that stuff. And they're like, I need to keep this going. Yeah. And they look at porn as a way to keep like relevant. You know yeah. what I mean? And they turn to it. Nobody should turn to porn. Yeah. If you choose that path, 100% do it. Do it to it. I support any. I have so many friends in the adult industry. I support all of them. Like yeah. do it to it. Yes. If that's what you want to do and, and you are, and you are confident in your sexuality and, you know, you're open and free about it, 100% do it. But if it's a desperation thing, it's not the move. It's yeah. not the move. Because that's that shit sticks with you like luggage. You know I what agree, I mean? It, it don't go away. You know what I'm saying? Man, there's some stuff that, like, I've done, like, I've experienced in my life or I've been a part of in my life that, like... Uh, really quick, Josh said, right, they aren't ready to be a mom, let alone deal with fame from glorification of their struggle. Oh, yeah. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. There's stuff that I've experienced in my life, I've been a part of in my life, that I'm glad... It, that it's not living forever. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And I, I feel like I've been a person who's been consciously and intentionally trying to navigate a way to success. So like I'm trying to make the right decisions. Yeah. And there's some things yeah. where I'm glad it wasn't captured and, and right. Like, I can forget it. Everyone else, no one else knows about it. Mm-hmm. I can reinvent myself. Right. With like you said, if somebody is kind of directed that way and they're at the bottom, they're a rock bottom or whatever. On the on their downward spiral, it ain't, it's on it the ain't internet. Good. It's yeah. it's around forever, forever, ever. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I feel like is somehow obliterated off the internet. I don't know how it happened. Was uh, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter? 
Yeah. Because yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. when she came out, and then all of a sudden, I couldn't find her no more. You know what? So something I learned, right, working in the industry, is that there's a code of ethics in the community, right? Now, that's not the fans. We're not yeah. talking about the fans, yeah. but I'm talking about, like, in the community, the actual community. I'm not talking about the, the, the people that are just cash grabbing or stuff like that. But in the actual community, there's a code of, eth- there's a code of ethics. And if somebody is like, you know what? This isn't for me. Nah, this is not the move. Then a lot of times they'll be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, all right, you didn't want to do it. And this just gets deleted or mm-hmm. hit. I can say at least for the person that I was working for, Anyone that had like second thoughts, third thoughts, fifth thoughts, 12th thoughts, a month later, they decide, you know what, I, I want to go in a different direction. He'd scorch the earth. He'd be like, all right, oh, wow. we're deleting all copies of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, even if he had already paid you, if you changed your mind, like uh, what he would what he would say is I paid you to come and do the scene. I didn't pay you to for me to put it out. Yeah. I paid you to come and do this. And let us film it. You know what I mean? And then it, it being out there, that's just a that's just a thing, you know, that you agree to later. If you change your mind, he's not about ruining someone's life because, you know, like they changed their mind. Now they feel like they're living with this over them. He's not about that life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I've met a lot of heads of companies that are like that, that are yeah. that are that same exact way. Like, listen, you don't wanna you don't wanna ruin no one's life. It's not even fun making money off of it if you know like the damage that it's doing to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, if it's a situation where it's like, okay, we've already put the scene out there, it's been a couple years, and then you come back later, like, yo, I need you to get the, get rid of this off the internet. Yeah. That's fucking impossible, yeah, homie. It's impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's out, it's out there. Yeah. So you might as well just keep taking this money. Listen, you know what I, I mean? I'm not like I only know this because I'm just, I understand business models, right? Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I understand 100% is human behavior. Yes. And it's only reason I understand that is because of the fact that I'm obsessed with marketing. Right. I I, I literally love marketing and branding. Uh, Really quick. William says, got to run. As always, a pleasure. Have a good night, guys. William, pleasure having you on, sir. Holla. And I know that. So I'm not like this expert in the porn industry. I'm not. Mm -hmm. But really, the porn industry is just the human being industry, human nature industry. It is. And I know that when something is put on the internet, there are millions of people just, for some reason, I don't know why they do it. They just just take it. Yes. Yes. And I'll I'll give you a case in point. One of my favorite YouTubers of all time is Casey Neistat. Me too. And when I got, when I discovered YouTube, he was one of the first people that I discovered. And during the time of me watching Casey, I I actually discovered Casey Neistat literally as he started doing a daily vlog. Mm -hmm. So I was there live when he was like putting out vlogs every day. Yeah. And it just was happen chance that Mm -hmm. I, I discovered him during this time. Right. And it was during a time in my life where I wanted to be a YouTuber, but I didn't know how to do it, so I was like getting inspiration inspiration from him. I was super. I was like doing my business. I was like, I mean, I was self employed, so I had all day to like watch his videos and do whatever I wanted. It was just an amazing time. And yeah, you were to be honest with you. I think you were like in one of my first vlogs. Yeah, that I decided to do. I was in the very first one. Yeah, the very first clip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we we're at Crocker Park. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
So like that whole era. So what you know what I did? What's that? I went on YouTube and downloaded every single one of illegally downloaded every single one of his vlogs. Oh wow. Because in his vlogs, he would have the Godfather on loop in his office. Oh, okay. So my whole meta thing I was going to do was at my office, I'm going to have Casey Neistat on loop. Oh. Right? So my whole point. That's fucking dope. <laughs> but my whole point is I literally took his content and I have it. Mm-hmm. So if he deletes all his content, I still have it. Yeah. If I wanted to, I could put it out. Not saying I, I wouldn't. Would. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. But my whole point is when we go to the porn industry, people are doing that. Yeah, 100%. People they're, are, downloading people are downloading everything. Yeah. They're downloading everything. I have a friend that I just recently told this this woman owns a company. I'm not going to put I'm not going to put her put her uh her name out there, but she owns a company. Um she just became a manager of another place. She has a kid, so she's a she's a dope mom. Uh and she's going to school, right? And I was like, "Girl, listen, just start an OnlyFans and be rich. Pay for school in one cash payment. You know what I mean? And then once you're done with that, move on to that. And her response was, I would if they couldn't download the pictures and videos. And that goes back to exactly what you were saying. Like, people people take. If it's there, they're going to take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to they're gonna try to get their hands on it in some way. They're going to try to. And, and, and what's fucked up is. In some cases, people aren't even taking it to, with the intention of enjoying it. There are the people that there are the people that do oh, yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's people that take it just because, okay, when this person is older, yeah. has kids, yep. is out the way, yep. and like if they let's say they, they denounce porn and they're yeah. trying to get away from it, yeah. now I have something to say. Yeah, but what about this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's a really it's a really fucked up thing because, yo, know, at the end of the day, man, like. Again, having worked in the industry, like it's a it's a beautiful service that these people are serving, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like I think they're doing a, a a great service. I don't really watch it. Yeah, you know, being I, oh yeah, being yeah. in the industry, I'm not a, I'm not big on watching filming, helping other people create content yeah. for stuff like that. Like it's 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 a great thing, and I think it's a especially for women with the OnlyFans movement. I believe that I th- personally I think that it's beautiful for them to take control of their sexuality like yeah. that. I think that's great. I think it's wonderful that a woman can finally say, "Okay, look, this is what I'm going to do." Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nobody above me telling me what I got to do. I got to suck dick. I got to, you know, game yeah. I got to do all this stuff. Yeah. There's nobody telling them that. Yeah. They do what they want to do. Yeah. They're they're in, control. they're in control. That's the beautiful thing about the the OnlyFans movie. Is they're in control. Yeah. yeah, there's somebody that owns OnlyFans. Yeah. But those people ain't in the room saying do this you, this and but this. But you can't get away from that. Yeah, you yeah, you definitely you, you, you know, can't. You can't. And here's the thing, I was I got two words of advice. Let me make sure I can remember these. Okay, number 1 is that I'm watching this show and some people are going to laugh at me cuz I just got hip to it well okay. i knew okay i knew about it but i just started watching it it's yeah boardwalk empire i watched the first episode last night this show is like probably like eight nine years old maybe okay there's a scene in the first move in a really first- quick uh emily shout out to emily she said only fans need to program program it to where if you take a screenshot it doesn't actually take the picture but instead a warning pops up a warning screen comes up um, there are some websites that have that, so why don't they? I think they might. 
But even if they do, but you, people can you, still you can get a phone on the. You can record. On, it's it's impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's probably why they didn't implement it because there's no point. Because yeah, a lot a, of the leaks are literally from yeah. like screen recording on the phone. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's a scene in the first episode that says there's a scene where there's the main gangster. He tells this guy, "You can't do that. You can't be that way." And he comes to him and says, "You can't be no halfway gangster." Yeah, you can't. <laughs> so my feeling with OnlyFans is if you're going to go into OnlyFans, you can't be worried about people leaking your stuff or people blackmailing you later. Yeah, nah, nah. You got to be all the way in the world. Right. You can't right. do it out of desperation. That's that's the adult industry in general. Exactly. You can't be you can't be half in, half out. Yeah. Um you definitely can't be uh it's like it's like uh it's like Mob Deep said, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're either a crook or you're not. Exactly. You're either in the adult industry or you're not. Yeah. Like the the one the people that are half half in, a lot of the, a lot of times those are the ones that did it out of desperation. Exactly. Um they were struggling, they needed some money, and that's the direction that that they went. And I, I God to honest, I feel for those people. I yeah. really do. I feel for those people. No one should no one should have to no one should feel like they're being forced to sell their body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um even though it's a choice that they're making, they do feel like their hand is being forced. And no one should feel like that. Yeah. No one should ever feel like they're being forced to sell their body. So I, I, I feel for I feel for them. I absolutely do. Um, it's something that you need to think about. And you need to realize this is going to live forever. Yeah. It's going to live forever online. Yeah. There was a time where maybe not. You could probably. But nowadays, unless you got a lot of money. And know some Russian hackers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only thing I think that could help people is if you don't become too famous. There's no, your your name is not big enough for people to try to like put your stuff out. Because I will say this, because of technology, there is so much porn mm-hmm. that like no one's going to accidentally like, like no one you know is going to accidentally find you if you don't go under your own information, right? Yeah. It's too much. But if you become a big name in the world for you become a senator one day, right? But you used to do porn or you had an OnlyFans account and you become a congresswoman or a, a congressman. I don't know how much dudes are on OnlyFans. I'm sure there are. That's when somebody's going to come out with all the recordings and stuff like that. But if you Facts. were just like Facts. a regular person living and thriving just as a regular person, like no one's going to find you because it's literally there's so much content being produced that like it's impossible for you just to come out of nowhere. That's just my only thought about that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Oh, something changed on my screen. Yeah, it, uh, I, I I adjusted the um the chat so that the uh it's all the way against the uh, left side. Real okay, quick. I'm, I fool with it. <laughs> I fool with it. Um. Oh, Adam Livingood just uh just liked the stream. Yeah, the adult industry, man, is just it's definitely something that you gotta um you gotta give thought into. It, any any industry, period, you should think about is this what I really want to do? I have a problem with people turning to anything. Yeah, I you agree. know what I'm saying? Because if your heart's not in it, why are you there? You know what I mean? It's like when quote unquote celebrities turn to DJing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not getting acting roles anymore. Okay, so they go start DJing. Yeah. To stay relevant, they'll start DJing. And they already have like a built-in fan base that re- literally want to see them do whatever it is that they're going to do. Or the same thing with when celebrities turn to OnlyFans. You know what I mean? If you want to do OnlyFans, that's fine. 
But when you're turning to it, when it's like, okay, fuck, I'm not getting these roles anymore. All right, I'm going to just start an OnlyFans. I can make a bunch of money really quick. And you can kind of tell who's about that life and who's not. Yeah. If you're going to be an adult entertainer, be that. And be the yeah. best adult ent- entertainer yeah. you can be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're not really about that life, don't turn to it. Yeah. If you're going to be a DJ, be that. And be the best DJ you can be. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not really ready to learn the craft and learn you know, what's going on, don't quote unquote turn to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Either, either be motivated to do it or don't do it. Oh, and Ariana says hello. The uh, the queen and sole proprietor of the Bracelet Club. Blow <laughs> it up for her. Holla, holla. I think uh, I have. Wait, I have my bracelet. Whose water bracelet. is this? Um, there's there's fresh ones right there. Look on the floor. Oh, yeah, there's fresh ones right behind you. Cause I ain't afraid. I don't know who's that. I think that might have been mine, but yeah, there's fresh ones right behind I, you. I ain't afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So since Ariana's in the chat, we'll we'll go ahead and switch it up from the uh, <laughs> yeah the OF talk. We'll, uh, we'll get we'll get be, we'll move beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, what motivates you, sir? Like what, what keeps you going on a regular basis? Like whenever you, cause we talked about how, like whenever you're trying, whenever you have an idea to do something and you might not necessarily accomplish exactly that thing, but you'll accomplish other things. What motivates you and keeps you going to keep trying, keep trying bigger and bigger things? Because I'll be honest, every time I talk to you, Every time you come to me with an idea, because you'll hit me up and you'll be like, yo, I got an idea and I want to talk to you about it. And I'm like, okay, I need to I need to put aside a block of time because yeah. every time the ideas get bigger. Yeah. There's never been a time where the idea has gotten smaller. Yeah. Like anytime it's a small idea, you'll just send it in a text. Hey, I got this idea for this app to do this, this, and this. What do you think? But when it's like, yo, I got an idea. Do you got some time to meet for lunch? I know it's about to be something huge. And, uh, oh, my mom is in the chat. What's up, Mom? How are you? Yeah, it's my sister Ashley's birthday. I did send her a message, Mom. Uh, really quick. Happy birthday to my sister Ashley. Blowing up for <laughs> You see what Adam said? What did he say? He said, I'm, I'm going to start OnlyFans reading scriptures. Do it. Do it. Call it, call it Only Scripts. <laughs> He'll do it, too. He'll do it, too. Yeah. So let me ask you, what motivates you to... To keep going, like to keep, you know, striving for bigger and bigger. All right. That's okay. So my thought about this is that I think that there's people who are who decide to become entrepreneurs and there are people who are destined to be entrepreneurs. Okay. Because of their the way their brain processes information. I think I'm a I'm destined to be an entrepreneur, meaning that. Okay. There's no amount of failure that I can that I can reach mm-hmm. that will stop me from wanting to go bigger and harder the next time. Got you. Okay. It's just the way my okay. brain works. Like, yeah. there's people like my wife says to me all the time, like, "Why are you like?" She's not like negative or nothing. She just like that didn't work. What makes you want to go harder? <laughs> like, right. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. I literally don't even have a word. I, it's no motivation I can give. It's just how I think. Mm. So for me, I can honestly say it's part is I need to be somebody. Okay. Right. So that's like, maybe that's like the most ego. Maybe that's like, a, 
I wouldn't say it's a flaw because I think all entrepreneurs, all people have things that 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 help them to move forward. Mm-hmm. One of the things for me is I need to be somebody. Okay. If by the time I'm 80, I've ended up being nobody, I probably would be a a a, a mess of a person. Okay. Right. So that so that just lets you know that all people who are ambitious aren't people who are just like on top of the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, it, it's based off like I need think about Kanye West. Right. A lot of the success he he reached was because he needed validation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm on his level. Like I'm not that. Like I do think again not to judge him. But I think clearly he is suffering from some forms of mental illness that I don't necessarily feel that I, I'm suffering from. But I need to accomplish some things, right? The second th- the second part of it that keeps me going is I believe I'm a true facilitator, meaning okay. that most of my success is going to come from bringing other people's success. I've okay, discovered gotcha. that my passion and the thing that I get fulfilled in the most is when whatever I'm doing is going to help other people, right? It's it, There's a reason you're my favorite DJ. There's a reason why a lot of the stuff I'm doing is trying to help the people that I'm around. Yeah. It's not, I don't feel sorry for people. It's not even that. It's like, I look at these people as like, man, like, like you, like, I want people to feel how I feel about you, right? Okay. So just take that off, off into any sector, any industry, or anything like that. So, so number one, I feel like I need to be somebody, right? So let's just say that's my biggest, that's a flaw. We can say that's my insecurities. I need to be somebody. I want accolades. I don't need awards. I don't need Grammys. But I want somebody to come to me and be like, man, I'm so glad you did that. You helped me out. That right, would make my right. day, right? Um, Really quick, uh, Adam said it's a mentality he has. I noticed it when we met. He's a big thinker and a creative. The folks that can't sit still tend to be that way. Usually usually get told they're bad slash disruptive as kids. I, th- I believe he's talking about you. All right, wait, listen, I agree because me and Adam had, first of all, me and Adam used to work together. We worked an eight-hour shift together at Journey selling shoes. Y'all worked at Journeys? Yeah, we worked at Journeys <laughs> together. So me and Adam was like literally sitting there all day in the store that's dead just talking all day. That's like, what's up. Right? Uh, really quick, Roflay said, push yourself because no one's going to do it for you. Absolutely. That's another thing, too. I don't need any pushing. I don't need any motivation. Yeah. I don't need. That's probably the, the most important thing about me that I don't know where it comes from other than just like a mentality like that just built, baked into my brain. The chemical, some sort of way that the, the chemicals in my body have. I don't know. I don't I'll not explain it. I didn't learn it. Mm-hmm. Nothing drives me other than just myself. Yeah. I don't. No, nothing drives you but you. Yes. It just it just happens. I just I, I'm always going to go yeah right so so i think that i think that the last thing the biggest thing and it's not just financial the biggest thing that pushes me is freedom Mm. liberty okay and i believe that liberty is part of it a big part of it is is money monetary because that just happens to be how our our society works we're in a capitalistic society if you have money you could do whatever you want it's almost like if you have money, you have freedoms. Exactly. Yeah. It just so happens I don't want to like go to Bangkok and sleep with lady boys or whatever. Right. Right. Other people want to do. Mm-hmm. I just want to like do more of what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with my my that kids. Was a very specific. <laughs> no, it is because there's there's a bunch. Of, 
people don't know because when you're in the entrepreneurial world, you hear little weird things that entrepreneurs do, and that's yeah, a big thing. Yeah. It's like it's a big weird thing, and so it just popped into my brain. It could mm. be the uh, the cranberry juice. I'm could drinking. be, could be. But uh, <laughs> I I just want to do more of like I want to be able to spend more time. Like for example, like I want to come up with a video game. Mm-hmm. I want to come up with a video. I want to. I want to be a video game publisher, in, an independent video game publisher. I want to get into the film industry. Still, I went to after I graduated high school. During high school, I used to make short films. Okay, I, I me and my buddies put our, our movies into a film festival. We won a, a, a prestigious award that got nice. me. A, that got me a scholarship. Oh, I appreciate that. Got me a scholarship to a, a film school in Los Angeles. I went to oh, film dope. school in L.A. Um, I dropped out. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up for that too. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, but my whole point is, film mm-hmm. is my first was my first love. Okay, right. So I, one day, Tiger, you you will be in a movie. We're gonna be in a movie together that I produce that is in the movie theater. I would love to be in a movie. Listen, it's there's so much stuff that I want to do that, then, that I don't need to make money with. Mm-hmm. I can break even. I can lose some money. I want to start a record label. In the next year and a half, I will have a record label. Uh, Roflay said your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Absolutely. Um, quit talking and start doing. Absolutely. A- Amen. Listen, sometimes your parents, they love you. They they try to – one thing about my parents, I can say my parents were a gift from God because my parents literally tell me, since I was born till now, you could be whatever you want. Yeah. To this yeah. day. So the things that motivate me, I would think, is really at the end of the day, is being a facilitator. Whatever I create, I want other people to win from that. The number two is freedom. A That's lot. What's up. And it's money, but it's not again, I want to be a multimillionaire, but only because I understand that money's a tool. And I know mm-hmm. that when you're a multimillionaire, you could do whatever you want. Big facts. That's what motivates. When it comes to money, one thing I notice is the people that say it's not about the money are usually the ones that have a, an abundance of it. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. The people yeah. that say that the money won't make you happy have a good amount of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And I'm not saying that they're wrong. At the same time, like for me right now, right, I love DJing. Yeah. But I would be lying to you if I said that the money didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean. It mu- yeah. It- I I charge a premium because I I still have to live. I yeah. still got to eat. So the money matters because of those things. Oh, now, yeah. because I charge a premium when these small when smaller events, and what I mean by smaller events, there may be a lot of people, but the person throwing it isn't making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm able to do those yeah. for you know a little bit of money or, or nothing. Absolutely. Or I've had events that where somebody will offer me fifty bucks. Right? Yeah. They offer. They were like, we offer all the local people fifty bucks, and I told them, I'm like, listen, I stopped DJing for fifty bucks years ago. Yeah. I'll DJ for free. Yeah. Just to for the, to get the relationship going, yeah, and then we can figure out something else later. You it's know what funny. I mean? I and their response and their response was, "Well, what is a number that can work for both of us?" And I'll say, "Look, my friend rate is this." Yeah, and they'll say, "Okay, but yeah, I'll, I'll." When it comes to free, really quick, just as a side note, yeah. here's a little bit of advice for everyone out there that's doing um, that's doing something creative, and you're charging for your services. When it comes to free, I know a lot of people will say you're, you're going to have to do some free things in order to get to a certain point, right? When it comes to free, free should be your choice, never the client's choice. Yeah. Never let someone come to you asking you to do something for free yeah. because now you're setting a bar. So you're setting the price with them. 
And they're, it's, you're going to be hard-pressed to get them to go over that price. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people say, well, if you do it for free now, then when they need something and they have money, they're going to come to you. Yeah, when they have $3,000 or something, they'll come to you and say, hey, I have 500 now. Yeah. Because you did it for them for free last Absolutely. time. That's true. So now 500 is more than free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, where where a, where a good – my mom said nothing is free. Facts. <laughs> There's facts. That's facts. So where free does help you is, okay – Here's a company that's that's bigger than you are, whether it's a car. Let's say you do video and it's a car dealership or, you know, uh, a, a business that needs some promo video. Now, if you go to them and you say, listen, this is what I do. This is what I can do for you. How about you let me make you a promo video free of charge? Yeah, I'll do it free of charge. Yeah. Just so we can develop a relationship. Now they're looking at it as, OK, this person came to me and offered their services for free. Let's see what they can do. And then when you do a good job. Okay, well, what is it going to take for us to keep you around? Because yeah. you set the bar. Yeah. So then you get to raise it. Yeah. If they set the bar at free, you know, if, listen, if you're on a bench and someone else put the weight on there, yeah. you don't know what, it's going to be hard for you to get that up there because you don't know what the fuck they're putting on Absolutely. there. Absolutely. If you put the weight, you know exactly how much you can do. So you're, you're able to move the bar a lot quicker than yeah. if somebody else just threw the, 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 the weight on there. Absolutely. Um, Gonzo said, friends, <laughs> friends that want, uh, your business to grow will pay you for your Absolutely. services. Big fact. I agree with that. Big 100%. Facts. 1,000%. Rofle said life ain't free. And then my mom said in order to get to heaven, you have you have to live right. Yep. That's the price. Yep. Facts. Facts. So, yeah, friends. Yeah. All of y'all are right. Friends that want you. Here's the thing, man. I have friends that want this podcast to grow. And they are willing to pay for shirts or, you know, little things like that. People tip and stuff like that. And I don't ask for it. I'm not like, Hey, you know what I mean? We don't stop the show. Like, Hey, if you want to support the show, yeah. we don't do none of that, but yeah. they, they want to see it grow. They also support by watching, yeah. you know what I mean? Friends that that's, that's their form of payment by yeah. watching. Yeah. Watching it is, is the biggest form of payment there is. And, and, you know, I can tell who wants the show to grow and who is kind of like, it's an afterthought by the, you know, the ones that watch. Well, you the, know what I'm saying? Time is the only thing that everyone has equal amount of. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody and, and time is, a, you know what? Time is an expensive thing. It is expensive. It is. Like, time is a very valuable thing. And the fact that people just watch, the fact that people will sit here and watch two basically irrelevant people, yeah. you know what I mean? In Absolutely. the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. You know, yeah. two irrelevant people talk for a couple yeah. of hours. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing. There's people that are getting paid hundreds of dollars an hour and they're sitting here watching us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm stingy with my time. You and me both. Especially because I, I do calendar blocking. Oh, do you? Yeah, which is a... Wait, very... what? what is calendar blocking? Okay, so basically... All right, so the best way to explain it is... I have my weeks are I block out actual times on my calendar for certain things that mean mean something to my life. So mm -hmm. it can be like self-development. Yeah. It can be working out. It can be all types of things. Right. Entertainment, whatever. So there are certain things that are always set in stone. Right. Mm -hmm. So like every morning when I wake up, I do this for an hour and and, and I live my life by that. Okay. Then I have a lot of I have a lot of free free slots like a lot of like margin like just open empty slots. So like say for example you you asked me to be on a podcast, mm -hmm. I go into my calendar immediately and put it on my calendar and block that time out. Okay. So I block out like okay it's gonna take me like fifteen minutes to get to his house, whatever. So like I block that time out. So because I live my life 
buy the calendar. <laughs> really quick, Roflay said, not me staying up till 3 a.m. to watch you lads. <laughs> hey. Because he, he's in the U.K. It's 3 a.m. over there right hey, now. Hey, listen, my calendar at by, by 9 o'clock, there's my cal- I have nothing on my calendar. It's free time. So, like, yeah, I, I waste a lot of time at night. <laughs> but But my whole point is what I'm saying is that for the past seven years since I've been self-employed, I look at a calendar every day. Okay. That doesn't mean that I like don't have any free time or I don't mm-hmm. I can't have any flexibility. What it means is that if there's anything important, like a kid's doctor's appointment, a tournament that my kids have, something that I'm doing, I play basketball every Monday nights in a league, it's on my calendar. Yeah. So I literally get to see how much free time I have and how much time I don't have. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I know that like on a Monday, I have no time. On a Wednesday, I have no free time. It's Uh, just the way it is. Shout out to Jason Popelmeyer. People? Popelmeyer? Oh, I see it over there on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Jason Popelmeyer? Jason Pope. Yeah, Jason Pope. We we giving nicknames out here (laughs) on the spot. Shout out to Pope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you know what? I, something I've always noticed about you. You always have a full calendar, but you're never busy. And yeah. what I mean by that, it's good to have, uh, you know, in my, oh, oh shit, Brian Darden. Shout out to Brian, my man Brian. It's good to have a lot of things. You know, it's good to have a, a full calendar. It's yeah. good to be doing a lot of things. Yeah. I think it's never good to be busy. I agree. Being busy kind of feel it seems like you're flying by the seat of your pants you never have a moment to sit down you know what i mean uh you never have a moment to yourself having doing a lot of things you got it scheduled this is what you're doing you know okay between this and this i can sit for a few minutes and Mm -hmm. chill and just look at the fucking ducks crossing the road or you know what i mean or whatever when you're busy you never get a moment like that i feel like accidents happen with busy people I feel like busy is not a good thing. It, it feels yeah. very frantic. It feels yep. very like, absolutely like when you look at a picture and you're just like, oh man, it's so busy. Yeah, you kind of don't like that. You, you know, know what I mean? Like busy just seems like a negative thing. Yeah. Now having a full calendar, doing a lot of things, that's good. Also, we need to stop romanticizing uh, this overwork culture. Oh man, you know what I mean? When that people, hustle hard. I'll yeah. sleep when I'm dead. Fuck that, man, man. Listen, listen. I go to bed. I go to bed at about two. 1 to 2 a.m. every night because mm-hmm. I watch movies every night. When yeah. everyone's sleeping in my house, I watch a movie. I wake up at 10 a.m. I don't start my day at 10 a.m. I actually wake up at 10 a.m. Rofle said productive over busy. Absolutely. Facts. Absolutely. Facts. So I wake up at 10 a.m. So I'm, I'm my, my wife has already been up for three hours working. She starts work at 7. What up, Brian? How's life, homie? Okay, please go ahead. Holla. Hello. <laughs> so I wake up. I, I wake up. My alarm goes off. It's 10 a.m. I get up. I go get coffee. And I watch about an hour of YouTube. I typically watch educational stuff, informational mm-hmm. stuff. Just like I'm chilling, drinking my coffee. So by 11 o'clock, I'm starting my day. Shit you can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. By 11 a.m. every day, I'm st- I'm actually, my day starts. And then usually a, around 5 Six, depending on the day, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I play video games almost every night with my Call of Duty squad. We on on Rebirth, right? And on the weekends, I don't work. Boom. And it's just like, I feel like I have two, I have two daughters. I have a wife. They have, they have champagne tastes. Speaking of daughters, you might want to take a look at, uh, 
yeah. conscious empowerment, a guide to uh, helping girls build self-esteem and confidence by Leah Barrett. Listen, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big thing on my mind is building up my daughters. Peep, peep the book, homie. I'm you a, can get it as an ebook too. I'm a, look, listen. I'm gonna support something like that. Somebody who creates something, I am going to support. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, especially because it has. It seems like it has something to do with where, where I'm in in my life. <laughs> Brian, but, Brian said he's getting ready for football season. Hey, oh yeah. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm sad. Basketball, basketball's almost over. But anyway, um, I I don't hustle. Yeah, I will say this though. I'm seven years in. Of being self-employed. Mm-hmm. So I did hustle at the beginning, but I also had a lot of stress, a lot of health problems. I was I got burnt out a lot. I I wouldn't necessarily advise hustling. I was somebody said in the uh uh what's it, Rofle? Yeah, Rofle. He said busy is is better being uh being productive is better than being busy. Better than being busy. What he said. And I learned that maybe like four years ago. I go, listen, I take my family to Disney World every year. Mm-hmm. We're going to London and Paris next year. I'm taking my whole family to London and Paris. We travel every month. This is not a brag. It's what I'm saying is, is that. I mean, it's a little humble brag. It's, it's, a, a, hum- little- it's a humble <laughs> brag. But the, but a little the, soft, little soft. It's a little, you know? Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I'm just like, it's like. Rofle said, hey, London. That's where he's at. Hey, my, at. hey my daughter, one of my daughter's name is London. Uh, that's one of the reasons we're going. And my other daughter's in French. She's she's learning. She's in French. You know, she's going through. She's yeah. in high school. She's learning French. So we're going to London and in France or whatever, in Paris, all that. But the whole my whole point is I'm not doing all this because I'm hustling. Right. The other thing is I'm not you're that doing successful. Doing it because you're productive. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I'm not that successful. Well, what I mean by that is I'm 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 just I'm just like smart with my money. I'm doing certain things. I'm not doing yeah. everything. But remember what we said, man. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. If you're comparing yourself to an Elon Musk or yeah. a, you know what I mean? Yeah. You might say you're not that successful. Oh, yeah. I'm not but successful if, at all. If you're comparing your life to your life, mm-hmm. put it in a bubble. And this yeah. is your life. Yeah. You are you are successful. Yeah. Like, think about this, dude. You are supporting an entire family. Yeah. Two, two children and a wife. Yeah. Being self-employed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not running yourself ragged. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I feel like, like I feel like I feel like a 65 year old man. Damn, is that good or is that? <laughs> it's I mean, as far as like how like like a 65 year old man in Miami. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I feel like I'm semi retired. Right. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm I with mean, there's you. literally times where if you text me and said, "Meet me at Crocker," I would cancel meetings and come to Crocker with you and have lunch. Yeah. It's just like I can do that, you know. Don't get me wrong. There are some times where I, there's our days of the week where I'm working till eight. Yeah, for sure. But I get to choose those. Yeah, times. it's not like you're. It's not like you're working yourself like a dog yeah. every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I the yeah the whole the whole glorifying being overworked is to me it's not great. It sets a bad example. Um, you know, working yourself to the point that you're not even. So, uh, my dad used to say something: if a man works his whole life to buy a chair, but he never enjoys that chair because he's always working, oh yeah, then what the fuck is he working Absolutely. for? Absolutely, I enjoy everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if I'm working my ass off to get things, but I never enjoy those things because I'm always working. You know, my friend Tommy, Tommy Two Tucks, Swole Tommy, right? Used to be in the club popping bottles, uh, you know, doing his thing. And I had other friends that would be like, yo, why is this dude always, 
And I'm like, because that dude works hard. Yeah. He's not working himself into the ground, but he works yeah. hard yeah. to do that. Yeah. And that's what he wants to do at yeah. that in particular time. He was it's not a, it wasn't an every weekend thing. You know, once a month he'd go out and fucking pop some bottles and, and do his thing. And he deserved it because he worked for it. And yeah. that's his money. He could do what he wanted to do with it. You know, if 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 a woman is out here getting her nails done, her hair done, and all that stuff, and she's working for the money to do that, that's that's her Bobby yeah. Brown. She can do what she wants. That's- and why shouldn't <laughs> why shouldn't she? You know Absolutely, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Like, oh, she's, she's you know, she has kids. Yeah, her kids are good. Yeah. Her kids got clothes. They got food. They're doing a the thing. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, like, why, if she's working for the money, why shouldn't she enjoy yeah. it? Why should she just keep working and working and working and working and never have a time where it's like, okay, man, I'm going to just do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Destiny was in the, this was like a few weeks back. We were in a chat talking how she, like, never goes out. And she she's, you know, she's a new mom. Mm-hmm. Um. But she like never never goes out and does anything. And then other friends in the chat was like, yo, girl, get a babysitter. Do your yeah. thing. Live your life. You're young. It's yeah. okay. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. That's kind of how we started the fuck them kids movement. It's okay to <laughs> it's okay to feel like that sometimes. Hey, you know what I mean? Man, <laughs> I me listen, me and my wife. And oh, Josh Lance, Josh Lance said, peace, y'all. Gonna catch a show with the wifey. Always a pleasure. Yo, Josh. Have, have fun. I appreciate fun. you, man. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Me and my me and my wife are in this group chat with a, 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 a actually my cousin. And his wife and the group chat. Our group chat is called No Kids. Yeah, yeah. And we all have kids. Right, 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 right. We're we're just literally basically it's the group chat where it's like, look, change the group chat to fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> so listen, and I love my kids, but it's just it's just the way it is. But you said something. I'm trying to remember what you said, man. I like I lost it. Oh, go ahead. You gonna say something? No parent should ever be hiding in the bathroom just to get a moment away from their kids. Oh, psh- like you should never go through that. I go to the basement bathroom because they can't find me down there. Because right? Yeah. You but you, but you shouldn't have. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. It, it, it is okay. I think the things that we need to start normalizing since we we there's a lot of talk about normalizing things. We need to unnormalize the culture of overworking. We I need agree. to unnormalize that. Yeah. Um. We also need to normalize. Hey, it's okay to get a babysitter. Listen. You know what I mean? It's okay to get a babysitter and go do something for just you or you and your your person or. You know, just you. Yeah. If I'm, you if you just want to go to the mall real quick, it's okay to get a babysitter for a couple hours and just walk around the mall, buy the purse, buy the shoes, buy the, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. It's okay to do that. You know Listen, what I mean? I'm lucky. We started early, so my youngest daughter is 11. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's about to be 12 in November. Today, I wake up. She she woke up at 11 o'clock. It's the summer, right? I wake up, I'm making some avocado toast, I'm cooking up some turkey bacon to put on my okay, avocado okay, toast, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to lose a little weight. Okay, okay, L.A. Listen, All right, listen, L.A. Listen, listen, <laughs> My avocado toast is probably not even really healthy, to be All honest right, with Los you. Los Angeles, do your thing, man. She come in the kitchen talking about, I'm about to make some hamburgers. She 11. <laughs> oh, shit. She get out the potatoes, cutting up the potatoes. She throw the potatoes in the skillet. She cook up, throw a seasoning on the potatoes. She's 11. She getting the hamburger patties out, cooking hamburgers. Damn. She making herself for lunch. She making herself for lunch hamburgers, potatoes, and then she making herself a salad, spinach salad with some olive oil, some everything, but the bagel seasoning on it. Damn. With some little blueberries on it. She's 11. Here's the thing. Like, I, first of all, I don't even know where this came from. That's my, this is my wife. I give credit to my wife. Roflay, Ro you funny as shit, man. <laughs> Update talking to late guy. Oh, that's so it. funny. Stay winning. <laughs> Listen, the 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 she cooking she cooking all the stuff on the stove. I'm cooking turkey bacon, right? 
the 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 fire alarms going off or the mm-hmm. whatever, right? She getting the she she going to the drawer get the she gets the um the freaking uh little we got some little like like dish towels or whatever. Uh huh. She fanning the ta- she fanning the 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 fire alarm so it stopped. I'm like, what you what are you doing? Gonzo just like the stream. Yeah, what 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 was she doing? I'm like, how do you know how to do all this? Oh shit! You cooking? I don't even know about that. You cooking hamburgers and potatoes from scratch with seasoning? The fire alarm's going off. You know exactly what the, she opening windows. My kid, listen. When we want to do something, we me and my wife want to do something. We just leave. Yeah, my kids are literally. Yeah, they're good. My youngest is eleven. My oldest is fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, y'all good. They don't even need us. Yeah, y'all good. Y'all, so, y'all, y'all are good, good. So, like, listen, we be going out. We don't. Me and my wife went to the flats the other night. We just left. <laughs> my kids is fine. They got cell phones. They got MacBooks. They got TVs in their room. They you, not a you cook. Ain't even, you ain't even tell them where you was going. Listen, they don't. All, they don't need to know. But here's the thing: <laughs> they can track. They can track us on the phone. You know what oh, I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay. So they know where we are at all yeah, times. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like. My I, my whole point is some people got young kids. I understand, but I'm just in a situation where my kids they can cook for they can cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for themselves. Okay, okay. They can do laundry. Only thing, the whole the whole shebang. Here's the thing: my kids have Uber Eats accounts. Oh, their own Uber Eats accounts. My kids have bank accounts that are tied. This is like this little thing you can do for your kids, where you can literally like. That's how we get them our allowance, but they have debit cards. Oh, okay. So they go on Amazon. And buy, we have one one family Amazon, but they mm-hmm. use their card. We go to like when they go shopping, they use their cards, but they get an allowance. So my daughter says she wants Chipotle. They just have a rule: you have to have a you have to have you you can only spend a certain amount of money, and you mm-hmm. have a buffer in your account. All of a sudden, Uber Eats comes to the house, dropping off Chipotle. <laughs> we don't even know. Amazon packages coming in the mail. Y'all don't even realize they're just, just showing up. You just hit them with the rules and make sure they yeah. follow the rules. Yeah. Because at some point, they're going to have to be on their own. I feel like it's also a trust thing. Trust that you raised them right. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that don't trust their kids, what you're actually saying is you don't trust that you raised them properly. In, in a lot of cases. Obviously, yeah. not all cases. Yeah. But in some cases, like, I wonder. I'm like, okay, well, hey, why don't you let your kid do X, Y, and Z? Like, yeah. I understand, like, okay, you don't want your kid walking to the store alone. There's other those are there's other factors involved. Absolutely. There's outside people. Yeah. But, hey, why don't you let your kid watch this show or play this video game or this? You know what I mean? And aren't, don't you trust what you did, like, what you instilled in them? You know what I mean? Like, sit down and have the talk with them. Listen, when you're doing this in the game, this is not real. And if you if you trust in your uh, your process, then you should be able to trust in them that, that they'll do the right thing. And, and it seems like you you and your wife y'all trust your process because we want we want all the failures, we want all the stuff to come out now while they're under yeah. our roof. Happen at home. We wanted to, yeah yeah. You 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 messed up with all your money. You blew all your money. My kids have done that. It's like they blew all this. We had to come on a rule. I'm glad it happened with them being with us, than them being having an apartment and be like, Dad, I'm I'm three months I'm three months yeah. behind on rent. What's happened to, to say, my brother? I was about to say, there's a big difference between blowing all your money when you're living with your parents and blowing all your money listen, when you're living on your own. Listen, my brother was going to Kent State. You the one you met, the yeah, main yeah. one you met that yeah. you always hang out with us. Yeah. He was in Kent State. He had a job and everything. All of a sudden, this dude comes home to my mom talking about I'm six months behind on rent and we about to all get evicted. My whole, all my roommates about to get evicted. Holy shit! So my mom had to call all the other parents 
they had to coordinate, and all the parents had to pitch in to bail all their kids out because all they were doing was partying. It's just, <laughs> listen, I don't want it to happen. I mean, I can't say I'm mad at it. Yeah, but. <laughs> it, it's, it's what it is. It's what it is. It's funny. My brother just, he's in the air. He just got, he just got out of BMT, which is basic. I think it's basic military training. Oh, for, the, for the Air Force? Air oh, Force. Shit. He's tw- And he's 28. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. He's a late bloomer. That's okay. That's okay. Listen, he got out. He's about to be in Florida. He's happy, but... It's funny because all that time he's figuring himself out. Sometimes you got to do that, man. Sometimes you got to do that. I feel like sometimes people don't figure themselves out. And then, like in relationships, right? People haven't figured themselves out and then in turn try to put that on another person. Yeah. You know, they expect that other person to figure them out when they haven't figured themselves out. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to figure you out when you don't know you? Man. You know what I mean? How do I make you happy when you don't even know? It's kind of like what Will Smith said, right? My job isn't to make you happy. It's not. You make you happy, yeah. I'll make me happy, and then we make a shared happiness. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to have the ability to make yourself happy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... If I'm interested in somebody, I'm here for that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got their back, I, you know, but I'm not trying to make them happy. I'm trying to add to it. Yeah. But I'm not trying to, you know, I can help dig you from, like, if you're down here, I can help dig you up and, like, get you to a stable place. But as far as, like, making you happy, it's not not my job. You know what I mean? If all all you want is to grow tomatoes in your backyard and that just makes you happy, then I could probably do that. Uh, Yeah. Yes. But if I'm trying to, like, be a multi-billionaire and you try to do something that's equally as ambitious in another realm... Right. Let me we got let me do my thing, you do your thing and yeah. we got this commonality. Yeah. You know what I I'm mean, saying? I'll definitely support. Yeah. I su- like I I'll, I'll definitely So like if I'm seeing somebody, right? I want the best for them. It's yeah. just I've always been this way. Yeah. I want the best for them. So what I'll tend to do is whatever whatever I know how to do, right? Like um Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Whatever I know how to do, I try to apply that to their life to try to help them get to where they want to be. Yeah. Oh, you want to be a, a freaking supermodel? Well, listen, I do a little bit of photography. Let's start shooting some photos and put, and put together a portfolio for you. Oh, you want to be an actress? Yeah. All right, well, let's just make up some random scripts and start and start shooting some stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to be you want to be a fucking fitness model? All right, well, let's get that out there. Let's get the fucking let's get the socials popping off. Let's get let's get that happen. So I try to use my abilities and platform to try to elevate them. But as far as like making them happy, yeah. Like, yo, you gotta you gotta make yourself happy. Yeah. I can. I can definitely add to it. I can make you laugh. I can make yeah. you smile. I can I can make you happier. Yeah. Or more happy. Yeah. But like I can't solve all the things that happened in your past. Like you need to you need, you got to deal with these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Unless you know they want me to be their therapist, and in yeah. which case I can't date them because yeah. you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I can help. I can be somebody to talk to. But as far as like. If you're rely, if you're one hundred percent reliant on me for your happiness, then what happens when I'm gone? Because I, I I have like a thing. Another thing that I do is I like to leave people better than when I found them, which makes bro. I think that's why we're we're really close. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel too. Exactly. Yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've talked, talked about. about I like that, to leave yeah. people better than yeah. when I found them, which isn't to say that they're property. Yeah, you're not property, but I like yeah. to leave you in a better place if 
if we have to separate, I would rather we separate. Like, look, we started this as adults. We could end it as adults. And I would like to, when I go, you're in a better place than when I got there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether that's financially, mentally, whether you've, you know, you've accomplished the things that you wanted to accomplish. And I, and I helped with that, like whatever it is. Uh, Rofle said in college, my boys said, let's all, let's all that the same classes so we can all, oh, let's all take the same classes so that we can all be together. And I'm like, nah, I've got to take the classes I need for my future yeah. and you need yours. Doesn't mean we aren't going to be boys after college. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah, facts. Yeah, big absolutely. facts. Yeah. You got to walk your path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and especially in college, like, yeah, it's, it's fun to take all the same classes, but you could take one or two throwaway classes. There's yeah. classes you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, let's all take the same fucking math class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're trying to do something that's math-based and you need a more advanced. Yeah. But if we're all on the same math level, hey, let's all, you know what? We'll see each other in math. Yeah. We'll see each other in English. Yeah. But if you're going for fucking uh, philosophy yeah. and I'm going for fucking film yeah. and Chris over here is going for fucking uh, marketing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we got to take separate classes, absolutely, homie. We, absolutely. We got to do different shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking Bob might want to be a PE teacher. Yeah. So we got we to gotta do some different things. Um, Roflay said, pretty sure UK college is different uh, to American, but yeah, you get me. Um, I think college is college, but the UK is definitely a little bit different. Don't y'all call it university, though? We're going, going to university. Yeah, they said they start college at 16. I started college really young here. But it's not so uh, uncommon in other places. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. I, I know a lot of people who started college, basically their junior year. Oh, really? Okay. They're in high school. But yeah. They're taking college courses. Too. Right. 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 Yeah. That wasn't me. <laughs> I feel like college is one of those things, man. Where, um, I've always said people shouldn't start college till they're like twenty-four. Get out there, live life a little bit, figure out what it is that you want to do. And then go to school for that. I feel like college is for there's two things. And I know I'm overly simplifying. There's a thousand reasons, but I'm just going to do the two super high levels. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Number one is you're going to school for something that you literally had to go to college for, like being yeah. a doctor yeah. or a lawyer. I right. don't want you to take no, get no certificate and be my lawyer. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. want you doing no such. No, no surgery on me. You did some YouTube university. Right. Okay. Right. So that's number one. Number two is for people who need a path to success, meaning mm -hmm. that if you do this, 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 there is a plan for you. By the time you do all these things, you will be placed in a job in this industry. And then from there you can do that to right. me is great for people like that. For me, I color outside the lines. I don't follow no rules. College was horrible for me. <laughs> I will make a way for the yeah. people who are going to make a way. I don't think you necessarily need college. There are people who, but I, I went to college and dropped out. So I did get some benefit from yeah. going to college. You can take classes, classes. Yeah. Take some classes. I to think learn it's the, the things degree. To learn. Maybe what we're saying is a, a degree. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I've, 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 I've never, I have, I have a bunch of degrees and I've never used any of them. Yeah. Um, I've gotten more benefit from like random classes that I've taken. Like, I think if you're starting a company, take a business class just I, to learn some business. You I know still what I mean? take courses online. Yeah, you don't need a business degree. Yeah. yeah, take take online classes and like learn learn the information. There is there's a saying: there is no information that is not power. Or the saying is: there is no knowledge that is not power. Yeah. So the the knowledge is beneficial no matter what. 
Um, now, when you're dealing with people's health, then yeah, yeah, go to school. Even if it's a nutritionist, if it's a uh, sometimes personal trainer, a doctor, a nurse, uh, you know, you're dealing with people's like health. Like you're giving people advice on, you know, that could make or break them health wise. Yeah. yeah, go to school for that. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean. Uh, I think those are things that are kind of important. Personally, I don't think you should have to go to school to be a fucking barber. If you're dope at what you do, be the fucking barber, man. I got a homie that's a dope fucking barber, never went to school, and it's wild to think that, like, they would run up in his house if they found out that he was cutting hair out of his house. You know what I mean? My my barber for the past three years has not gone to barber school. Yeah. He comes to my house, and he comes to my office and cuts my hair. I haven't gone to a barber shop Mm -hmm. in years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife was a commas a cosmetologist mm-hmm. for about seven years. Now see that I agree with school. Yeah. You're dealing with chemicals. You're dealing yeah. with, you know she, what I mean? She's doing dye. Yeah. She, and she said, we're, we're, we're coloring people's hair. There's so much, you got to be so precise on some of this yeah. stuff. That like, it made sense for her. Right. But for barbers, she even says for barbers. Yeah. It makes, it makes no sense. Now here's one thing I will say. I will say that if you want to open a barber shop, yeah, maybe get a license. Yeah, absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? An actual shop. Yeah. Get a license. Yeah. But if you're just in your house cutting some hair and some people come to you and you have clientele or you people tra- you travel around cutting hair, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I've been saying for a while, I give it a certain amount of time before you're going to need a license to do anything artistic, whether it's cutting hair, whether it's photography, whether it's being a DJ, whether it's being a producer. Because mm-hmm. there's so many, think about this, how many DJ schools popped up over the past few years? I know. And if these fuckers are getting certificates... Yeah, I give it a certain amount of time before next thing you know, in order to get a club gig, you're going to need a fucking certif- or certificate. You, Oh, well, where did you go to school to DJ? Yeah. Like, motherfucker, I didn't. I, in my bedroom. That's where. I, oh, no. well, where did you go to school for photography? Why should we hire you to, to shoot these things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, I, I have a feeling, and I think it's just as a way for the, you know, maybe it's a conspiracy theorist in me, as a way for the government to get their hands in. On people doing artistic things, yeah. So you need to be certified. You I think that's the pay one, these taxes on being able to do these things. That's the one realm where, like, if the government was able to get into like artistic community and ta- start to being able to tax stuff, mm-hmm. it would add so much revenue to whatever the our, G- oh, yeah. our GDP or whatever you want to oh, call yeah. it. Yeah, because that's what underground money is. We just yeah. pa- we a lot of times we just pass around cash. Yeah. Oh, you DJ? Here's some cash. Yeah. It ain't taxable. Nope. It's barely traceable. Yeah, you can't. It's not traceable. You can't tra- <laughs> I remember. I remember this. Me and my dude Rob was working with this one guy, this one rich guy who was trying to start a record label. This dude was. This dude had a duffel bag full of money. This is. It was not a drug dealer. I promise you, he wasn't. Yeah, a drug he was dealer. just a, just a rich motherfucker, a rich Russian dude who was not doing drugs, and <laughs> he was legitimate. Trust me. But he was trying to be like this. He was trying to be like in his element. So he would come with like a duffel bag full of money and he would just hand us cash. And we made so much money. I was like, I ain't pay taxes on none of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Think of like, this is like, you should you should have gave me no money, no cash. You looking back like I ain't claim I got none t- of this. I gotta shit. tell you the one funny story. I'm not there's no names, but this is some BS. So he had this artist that he wanted us to work with, and mm. you know who she is. And she just was a flaky as hell. And <laughs> I feel like I already know who this is. <laughs> he had a thousand dollars. No, I think it was more than that. But I'm gonna just say it's thousand dollars for the for the 
for this story. He had a thousand dollars and a hundreds, so he had ten one hundred dollar bills. Mm-hmm. And she she's telling me the story, and then she shows me the money, and she was like, "He said you've been super flaky, but you're so talented." What? So he took the hundred the thousand dollars and said, "I'm gonna give you." Ten thousand. I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars, but just so you know, just I'm serious. He took a thousand dollars and he ripped it in half. What? And he gave her half of it, and he had the other half. And he said, "When you're when you're serious, come back to me and we'll put this together." Which you literally can tape the money back together and yeah, yeah, you can still spin it. Yeah, he knew that, so she showed us. Literally, like half, like literally a thousand dollars worth of half a hundred dollar bills, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Dang, that's such a dick, dick move." Why did he do? But it's so dope. But though. it's so dope. <laughs> it's so. It was so dope. He did that, and the reason that I know that, he, well, I know he was legit because of the amount of money he gave us. But the reason I knew he was, he believed in her, is I worked at the Apple store at the time. I remember this. I I remember all of this. Yeah. He brought he brought her into the store and bought her iPad, everything, an iPad. A I Mac remember book. that. He bought her every Apple product in existence, yep. and he gave me a black card. And she, I came, remember this. She came to me because you know I'm her dude. We were you know we were close and stuff. This is so funny, bro. Adam King says, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> Rolfley said, "My face listening right now." <laughs> you know what though? Honestly, that's a dope move. Like if I was, let's say I was about to buy something from somebody and they were like, oh yeah, but it's over here. Like if I was about to buy a car, let's yeah. say I was buying a car for a thousand dollars. Yeah. I'd do that. Tear, yeah. tear it in half. Be like, here, yeah, here's the, here's a thousand, yep. but it's only half bills. Yep. Go get the car, bring it back. Absolutely. It Cause it shows you that you're serious too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not fucking Cause around. Cause you lost out on a thousand. Right. We both right. lost out. Yeah. And we exactly. got to come together to make it, to yeah. back, bring it back together. That's actually dope, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a dick move. I've never heard of anybody going. Yeah, I've never. That's the first of all. I witnessed it. Like the story, I was a part yeah. of the story, but I've never heard of it since. No, no, I've never heard of it in general. I remember being around that time, and I remember the shopping spree at Apple. I remember all that, but I didn't. I didn't know about the. Uh, I didn't know about the tearing a thousand and a half. That's bananas. That yeah, is but, bananas. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I kind of felt like that when I went to buy. When I went to buy my car, I felt like that dude felt. I had a fucking, just a metric fuck ton of cash on me. Yeah. Got on a plane with it. They fucking pulled me to the side and searched me. because I, <laughs> I had like $25,000 yeah. cash. Yeah. All $100 bills. They yeah. pulled me to the side. They made me keep it in my hand. Yeah. And hold my hands up while they fucking searched me. I'm like, what do y'all think I'm gonna, y'all are yeah. going to find? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what you think you're going to find, but whatever. Yeah, that was, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. I, I know what it's like to walk around with that much money. Never doing it again. Yeah. Never doing it again. It's, it's, it's a weird fucking feeling. It's good to experience it. So another thing too, bringing that up is this might be a humble brag. But, hey, talk your shit, man. But it's also to me, it, 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 it's a greater purpose to what I'm about to say. Roflay said, claim the movie rights now. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, we're doing a movie. I got a movie. Trust me. I got a movie of some Cleveland. Uh, it's going to be a Cleveland movie. Okay. But it's going to okay. be universal. Gotcha. So it may not be take place in Cleveland, but it's going to be all Cleveland events. Got you. All right. I'm here for it. And it's going to be all about that whole early music scene, art scene, yeah, trying to yeah. make it type stuff. But that'll come out at some point in the future when it's appropriate. So the beam, you you got the Beamer. Right, right. Right. 
you know me. The long as you know me, I had. I, well, you before I you knew me before I had it, but for, I had I had the, my Cadillac. I had yeah, for a long the time. Caddy. Yeah, yeah. I just got a. I just got, I just bought a Mercedes, right? Right. My Caddy is to a 2010. We're we're in 2021. Mm-hmm. About to go in 2022. My car. My, my my Mercedes and my my Cadillac are about to be 10, 12 years old, mm-hmm. right? So my whole point is that I ain't getting new stuff. No, <laughs> my Cadillac is paid off, and when I get in that boy, I got a Bose sound system. Hell yeah! This the shit lights up, my seats heat up, mm-hmm. but it's paid off. No no car payment. No car payment. None. My Mercedes two thousand ten. I just got. It's no car payments. None. I'm not, I know, obviously I like the name brand because when I pull up in the Mercedes or I pull up in the Cadillac, I do get some attention. Mm-hmm. Just not, it, not like you're a baller, but like because I'm self-employed and I work with other people, that stuff means something to people. Yes. Right? Yes. But also when you get inside those cars, you, you go back 10 years, I got amazing Bluetooth. I got, there's technology in the vehicle that even though it's 12 years old, Wow. It's it's a driving experience. As soon as I turn my car on, both my cars, my AC is immediately cold. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. There's things like that. There's <laughs> yeah. things like there's things like that where it's just like it could be a hot day, but immediately my temperature yeah. is good. Not having to wait for your car to cool down is I, so good. Exactly. Or wait for it to warm up. Exactly. <sighs> so my whole point is is we got vehicles that are name brand luxury vehicles. Uh, really quick, Harlow Wonderland is in the chat on Instagram. Hello. She said, just dropping by to say hi. What up, Harlow? Please continue, sir. Oh, wait. Somebody said they got a, a Mazda. Hey, I just blessed somebody who was down and out. I had a Mazda. Somebody gave me a Mazda. They said, hey, man, I'm going to give you this vehicle because I know you're going to be able to give it to somebody. They just passed me the title. And I blessed this 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 girl that was in Akron who was just having a hard time. I just gave her the car. Really? Yeah. And it was an amazing car. So, Shout out to the Mazdas. Mazdas last last for a while. Yeah, Mazdas will last for yeah. as long as you take care of them. Yeah. So will so will German cars like Mercedes. Oh man, they'll, they'll last forever. Uh, man, Beamers, listen. Beamers will last for a while. Listen, listen, listen. I got listen. I'm be honest with you. The the main reason I got this vehicle because I I I carry around a lot of equipment like a film equipment and stuff like that. Like I have a lot of stuff I like to like haul and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I got that. I got the GLK 350. It's a hatchback. You know. A lot of I put my back seats down. I put I love it for that. It, lo- it, it looks like a like a bootleg G wagon, right? Okay, like, okay. Like it's, it ain't it ain't take it ain't a G wagon. Just <laughs> it's it's G wagon adjacent. It's, it's G wagon adjacent. G wagon is one of the vehicles I want to get. My whole point of what I'm saying is is that I'm not I'm not trying to go break the bank to get the new the new Mercedes or the new Cadillac. I'm keeping my things until they run into the ground until it's time for me to get a new vehicle because I feel like if you want freedom and you want to to, to be able to do things you, you want to do, you can't do it all. You can't have you can't be a sneakerhead. You can't be a a, a a get the newest Apple phone and the newest Mac products. You can't get all the game systems. You can't you can't go out to the the nicest re- you can't do it all unless you are rich. True. And True. in the way I feel to, like you literally just described my life though. I know. <laughs> I literally, I'm like looking, you were around, saying I'm that? looking around the room. You're a sneakerhead. I don't go to the nicest restaurants. But listen, but my whole point is there's things that you don't do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't go to the nicest restaurants. Yeah, neither I, do I. But I'm a sneakerhead. I do have all the game you systems. You do. 
and you and, have all the technology and the technology. Yeah, and a nice car and a nice car. But I don't do the fancy yeah. restaurants. Yeah, but my Chipotle but, it is. But do you have a car payment? Nope. Okay. And to <laughs> me, that's the one secret to like. Everyone wants to be rich. You can actually be rich right now. Because mm-hmm. rich to me is a it's a subjective thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like some. I feel I feel rich. I As go, you should. As I, you should. I go out to lunch three times a week. Out to places. I go to I go to that Palms place you hit me up to at Crocker oh, Park. Oh, Three Palms? Three, three Palms? palms. <sighs> Dope. I go to Three Palms, sit at the bar, get oh, some next drinks. Next time you go, let me know, man. I'm going to go. Look, we're going to go yeah. next week. All right, bet. We're going to go next week. Bet. I'm down. I go to that spot. I go to I go to a couple other spots every week. Hell yeah. That's my, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Right? There's other stuff. I can't do it all. You know who I'm going to see if I can convince to come out? Uh, bodybuilder Kelsey. Hell yeah! Because I want you to I want you to meet her, because I think you could uh, I think you could help help what with what she's trying to accomplish. I think you could help a lot. I want oh. her I want her to have an app. I'm a oh she's listen she can have an app. Yeah, I'm a she also she also trains people, but I think it'd be dope if she had an app yeah. to to put some of that on. I'm gonna talk to her about it. I'm yeah, gonna see well, I'm gonna see what she thinks. Especially I feel like you. Know, when you want to teach what you know to other people, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta show people that you know it. Yeah. So you gotta kind of like do it first. Yeah. And she's done it. Yeah, yeah. I always tell her she's done the hard part. You you Let's already just show people. Yeah, you already look like what people are trying to accomplish. Yeah. You've already you're already there. Yeah, yeah. And then she's already going to school for it. Yeah. So she's got the knowledge. She's got the ability. Yeah. She just needs the uh the tools to get to where she's trying to get. And I'm like. You know, it's, it goes back to what I was saying before. Like, I want her to be the best version of her. Not physically, because she's, she's handling that. Yeah. She's taking care of that. Yeah. But as far as, like, her marketing, her socials, her, you know, her, her income, I want it to be the best that it can be. You well, know here's, I mean? here's the thing that people don't realize about that. And the only reason I know about it is because I try to do it myself, and it's hard. People don't realize that, like, because of technology. So we, 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 made, a, we, made, a, we made a trade that I don't think people really knew what they were making. Mm-hmm. So we got rid of the gatekeepers, and we said, we're going to just look, everyone can have access. Right, right. The problem with that is everyone has access. Yes. <laughs> it's the blessing and the curse. It's blessing and the, the curse. The good thing is everyone has access. Yeah. The bad thing is yeah. everyone has access. And I'm not saying that the gatekeepers was a better way, but I'm also not saying that everyone having access is a better way. Yeah. So – what happens is, is now that everyone has access, you just have to be better at explaining to people that you should be where you are. But not just that. That's half the battle. Half yeah. the battle. The other half is you got to explain it in a way where they agree to it. Yes. So it doesn't yes. matter if you deserve to be there. If they don't think you deserve to be there, whether that's wrong or not, it doesn't matter. Right. They the, the people win mm-hmm. because guess what? There's a sea of noise. Everyone's a rapper. Everyone's a DJ. Everyone's a bodybuilder. Everyone's a personality. Everyone's an influencer. Everyone's everything. Everyone's mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Everyone's a millionaire. And the thing is that no one's none of that stuff until the audience agrees. And I feel like marketing, branding, and some business savviness lets people break through that sea of noise. So Travis just said, remember how, remember how I said I joined for the background noise? <laughs> <laughs> Bit. Yeah. Wait, we're, okay. Well, were you done? Were you? I was done. My whole point is, is that using her as an example 
that that can apply to everyone. Rofley said, I want to help as much as I can to elevate. He's talking about me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Elevating. Elevating. It's all about elevating. And elevating is knowing knowing the behind the scenes of of Mm -hmm. what it takes to get to where it needs to go. Once somebody gives you the cheat codes, remember Game Genie? Yeah, yeah. Once somebody gives you the Game Genie, then you can beat the game. Yeah. And that's what I try to be, especially in a relationship, is I try to be the game genie. Yeah. Oh, this is what you want to accomplish? Yeah. Okay. These are all the skills that I have, so let's get you where you need to be. Because here's the thing. In a sense, it's kind of selfish, right? So let's say I meet, I meet a lady, and she's trying to accomplish all these things, right? If I can get her to the point to where those things are being done, that's more time that she can spend with me. Because yeah. it's less time that she has to like hustle like crazy to find all these things. Yeah, I can be around her for yeah. the photo shoots yeah. or the, the 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 video shoots because I'm doing those things. So that's more time that I can spend. Bro, ninety nine percent of the stuff that I like, for example, you set this this we go to the Crocker Park or whatever. Ninety nine percent of the stuff that I'm gonna say, you actually can make happen. But think about it though, for most people. How much does it cost to get a photo shoot? Right. How much does it cost to get somebody to to do this for you, do that for you, do that for you? Right. So a lot of times I feel like a lot of it just is you don't know the right people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because for somebody who started from scratch who doesn't know anybody, you got to get a website, you got to get an app, you got to get photos, you got to yep. you got to get just all these different things. You got it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's extremely overwhelming. It's o- and then it can be expensive if you don't know anybody and everyone's yeah. charging you. Yep. So, and, and I let them know, like, look, I, this is just the starter. This is just to get you going. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to shoot with other people. Obviously, you're going to have other people doing videos. Obviously, yeah. other, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll, I'll get you a portfolio. Yeah. And now you have some way of bringing in Absolutely. revenue so that you can pay the bigger photographers, yeah. the bigger, you know, cinematographers. It's like, like the that. guy who, I don't even know if it's a true story, but it's like the guy who, like, trades up to a Porsche on Craigslist. Have you heard of that story? Yo, I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. I, there was, like, a whole culture about, like, a whole, like, trade-up culture. Like, people would start with, like, a toaster. Yeah. And then keep trading, and then, like, a month later, they're now trading for a fucking, like, semi-truck or yeah. some shit like that. My brother, the same one I went to the, the military, he did that with, like, he would... I, this dude, I, I was like, man, bro, you should be an entrepreneur. He just was too much into other stuff. <laughs> he would get like a, somebody would give him a broken iPhone. He would buy it for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. A broken iPhone. He would go on Craigslist. Somebody would get the broken iPhone for 200 bucks because they can go get it a screen replacement for 50 bucks. Yeah. So now he's up. So now he got this cash. Then he would buy this. And then he would, and I remember he did that and got an iPad. So he went from a broken iPhone to an iPad. Damn. And my whole point was like, dude, how'd you do that? Yeah, how'd you fucking pull that off? <laughs> it's just trading up. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's what you just said. It's like, look, I'm a, you're going you're gonna to get this knowledge, and once you get this knowledge, we're going to execute plan B, I mean mm-hmm. plan A, and then from plan A or step A or yeah, step A. Step one. Yeah. I'm, we're fu- I'm fucking it up. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> step one. We're gonna get your portfolio, you get a website, you're gonna look official. Yeah. And then from that point, now people other people are taking you seriously. People yep. who don't know you. Yep. And then you just trade up. That's how it all uh, works. Travis said it's just like flipping cars or a house. You you uh you just double the value of them. Yeah. 
four four big facts yeah big facts for sure yeah um yeah once you once you look official people take you serious remember at the first studio something that i used to tell you all the time i used to say look because you used to love showing off the fucking laptop yeah and i was like put it behind the monitor yeah because you don't want people to see it because yeah. if somebody walks in and they see a laptop in their mind I can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you, I can buy a laptop. I, I literally remember yeah. what you're saying. I just like I told I told you, buy a mixing board. Yeah. It ain't even gotta work. Just yep. have it there. Yep. As long as it lights up, it's so funny. Just have it there. I remember that like it was <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Because if people walk in and see that yeah. shit, yeah. And that happens in the film world a lot. One of the reasons that people big up these big like rigs on their cameras, yeah. Yes, a lot of that stuff serves a purpose. It definitely one hundred percent does. But a lot of it is so that the client sees it Bro. and they're like fuck i can't do that i don't have that i did you know that I mean? same thing literally literally on my so i have a i i'm, I'm a panasonic guy mm -hmm. so i have the panasonic gh4 uh gonzo said good night fellas call of duty time i know it's almost time for you too yeah. what time is it? it's 9 34 yeah I, I told my crew i'm gonna be on a 10 okay okay i, I just texted i'm gonna be right. on a 10 um but it's so funny it's so funny how like it's literally the guy culture yeah it, it's literally regular guys play call of duty yeah, but anyway, I remember I got, a, I got an opinion about that. Right, go ahead, go ahead. No, you can you can okay. you can finish, and I'll I'll, I'll talk about that after that. Mine's gonna be, it's a funny thing. Mine's gonna be short. Okay. So, but I'm just I'm just closing out your point that I agree with. Mm -hmm. So, my dude, which is funny, what the dude that I've made the most money with in my life has been Gonzo's cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, we made lots of money together in the marketing world. Hell yeah. So we were doing a we were doing a commercial for a bank in Columbus, mm -hmm. and this is a while back. But he was like, "Man, like you know, bring your." He had cameras, I had cameras, so we did this thing. It's just how it is. We bought all this extra attachments mm -hmm. just to make our things look bigger. Yeah. Now you know what a Panasonic G. This is back when a Panasonic yeah. GH four was the camera. I know they got a GH five S right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still got a. I still got three GH fours in my office. Travis said, "Real men play Fortnite." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do play Fortnite with my kids though, my daughters, but they play Call of Duty too. We play both. Also, anyway, really quick, shout out to Smalls. He's in the chat on Instagram watching. Holla, say a lot. Um, so your cameras, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, when you look when you look at this, every time I talk to somebody. They're like, oh, Tiger, Tiger shit looks so official. Where is he at? Bro, it's his lens, and it's his setup, and it's and, his cameras. And the lighting. And the lighting. But your camera, you just got a lens and a camera. Mm -hmm. If I showed up, if you you know this, if we show up with that, people are going to be like, oh, I can buy that. Yeah. Which yeah, really yeah. they can't because the cameras do cost money. They do cost money, but, but it's such a small setup. It looks a small setup, right? Yeah. So guess what we would do? We would put like one of those those hoods on the front. Yep. Right? <laughs> we, I would add, I have the I have the actual like focus pull thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right? I'm not the, using it. Yeah. Then I got the uh, 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 a small rig arm coming up with an external monitor mm -hmm. that, that just drains the battery. <laughs> it's, it's annoying to you. It actually makes your job harder yeah yeah right but because you want to show up with your camera looking like a like a bigger setup yep when really all you need is just the lens and the camera that's, that's it. really all you need and maybe a mic and yeah oh yeah you know we do a bike or lapels whatever i was like man this is bs man it's making my job harder on set so that the client isn't like oh yeah i can buy that what do you show and literally 
one time I showed up, they were like, oh, what's kind of candy? They was like concerned. Yeah. And I had to like show, I had to like take the memory card, I put it on mm-hmm. my computer, show them the footage, and they were like, oh, that looks good. Okay. Yeah, once I was, they see it looks good. Yeah. But I was like, I never want to do that again. So me and my dude, Mike, we were shooting for a bank, and this is Gonzo's cousin. Mm, okay. And we just had, we just literally like, I can imagine showing up with a gun that just had all this stuff on the gun that you don't even need. Just like yeah. extra stuff. like Extra shit. Scopes and scope, fucking handles. Yeah, yeah just, just extra things. That's what we used to do because it was like, I don't even want you to question me. Yeah, don't question what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And it was just so, sometimes we wouldn't even have the monitor on. Yeah. It's just like, just, just gotta be there. Up, plug it in. I knew a guy that would do photo shoots from a, a, T, a T3i. And he bought a broken 5D. I remember the T3i. Um, or he brought he bought a broken 1D that he would bring with him, and he would act like he was shooting with two cameras. Yeah. He did all his shots on the T3i, and then he would hold up the 1D every now and again, just push the button, act like he was doing something, but he wasn't wasn't really shooting anything with it. Uh, Rofle said a girl just told him she's allergic to uh, latex. I don't know if I trust the pullout game. What the fuck should I? What the fuck do I do? You know I ain't ready to be a dad. Lambskin. Hey. Get you some, lambskin. get you some some lambskin condoms. You never heard of lambskin 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 condoms used to be like the way. I guess back in the day, they still make them. I think, but they kind of because it's skin, it's porous, so it leaks. But either that or that sounds like some like saw stuff. Yeah, or get I don't know. Don't have sex with her. Just don't. <laughs> yo, yeah, don't. Have, either if she's allergic to latex, then she should get on the pill. And if not, don't have sex with her. Do don't do it. Don't do it. It ain't ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. Um. So uh, I had a friend of mine come over and she walks in, right? And she, she like looks at my place and then she goes, this is something that's weird to me that when women do. And the reason I'm talking about women, I ain't doing a disclaimer. Y'all motherfuckers know why. Cause I don't date dudes. Okay. So she comes over, she's like typical guy, guy place. Right. And so like, that's weird to me because I was like, really? And she goes, yeah. And I go typical. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, how many guys do you know with a fucking YouTube studio in their living room? Like, explain that to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I just, she was like, I just mean like, you know, the TVs, the games. I'm like, how many guys you know with like three TVs in a, in a room? I'm like, yeah. it's not a normal thing. Yeah. And then she was talking about the games and I was like, well, how many gamers you know? And it, it, it made me come to a realization. Uh, Adam said, lambskin still exists. I had a girl that only would use that. There you go. There you go, Roleflay. Lambskin, homie. I've never heard of it. That's so yeah, funny. You yeah. learn something new every day. Um, it made me realize something. Most people, like, so you know how sometimes women will say, well, well uh, you know, I'm so sick of dating gamers and this, that, and the third, right? And, and it made me realize most women or people, but in, in this case, because of who I date, most women have never met a gamer. They've met guys that have that play games. Yeah. But they've never met a gamer. Yeah. Like somebody who is part of the gaming culture. They've yeah. met a dude that plays Madden. Yeah. They've met a dude that plays Halo. Yeah. They've met a dude that will play Call of Duty. Yeah. But does that make them a gamer? Yeah. No. It's part of like the gaming culture. Yeah. No, they just have a game that they enjoy. You know what I mean? And they play that from time to time. And I told her, I was like, you've probably never met a game. I was like, other than me, you've never met a gamer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, there is nothing about my house that is typical. Yeah. Typical guy. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Typical guys don't build computers. Typical yeah. guys don't. You know what I mean? I was like, just not just because you don't understand it, you put a label on yeah. it. Yeah. And we tend to do that. Uh, guys do it too. They'll go to a girl's house. 
Typical girl. Really? Because this shit is all anime and fucking Hello Kitty. Yeah. And there's not, you know, like that's not a typical girl yeah. thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I feel like when people don't understand something, they just try to put the label of typical insert whatever gender yeah. here. Whatever yeah. gender they're seeing, insert that here. Typical yeah. this person. And it's yeah. like, no, there's nothing typical about it, man. There's fucking billions of people on the planet. We're all kind of different. So... That was just a, a quick little thing because we were talking yeah. about games. We were talking yeah, yeah. about gaming and stuff. And yet when I told her that, she was like, I know plenty of gamers. And I was like, I know a lot of the people that you know. Name one. Yeah. And she started naming names. I was like, that dude plays Madden. Yeah. That's all he plays. Not, yeah. He plays Madden, period. Yeah. End of story. He doesn't play yeah. any other games. Like my friend Tommy, right? My friend Tommy plays Madden. But I sat with him and while he was playing the original Red Dead, uh, what was it, Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. And played through the whole thing. Like, I've sat and that dude plays games. He plays games. He doesn't just play Madden. If you yeah. just play one thing, yeah. I would be hard-pressed to call you a game. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's I like, if you just do jump shots, are you a basketball player? Or do you just do jump shots? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I would, I would say I agree with you. And I think at my house, me and my two daughters... We're gamers. Y'all are gamers. Y'all got y'all got memorabilia. Y'all yeah. got swag. Y'all yeah. got you we, know what I mean. Yeah. Like y'all are gamers. We we play through all all. The, I pre order all the time. I'm pre, I'm in GameStop pre ordering. I'm on the pro. I'm on the pro club. <laughs> Travis said, "Bro, I have two TVs, a computer monitor, and a whole ass VR setup. Does that make me a gamer?" Well, no. Do you play games on them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You could have all that and, and not be a gamer. Some yeah. people got an Xbox and they just watch a Netflix. Right, right. Yeah. L listen, you can throw your girlfriend in the ring with Anderson Silva. That don't make her a fighter. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one of the things that makes one of the dilemmas. If you have this dilemma, you're a gamer. When you try to figure out what games you gotta delete off your hard drive, man. Man. To, to facts. Man, I'll be struggling. And you know, you know what, you know, you know what else is weird. I got two Xboxes. I got one for Call of Duty, and I got one for all my other games. <laughs> my man, literally, I got them. I got Call them, of Duty takes up a lot. It takes up a lot because I got yeah. Cold War and I got uh, Modern Warfare, and then I mean, Cold War is trash. Let's just be honest. <laughs> but I still got them both on there because I got, I got, I got to like, I got to level up those Cold War guns. Yeah, yeah. So I could play the team deathmatch. So I could level up those for Warzone, but right, then I got to right. go to War Modern Warfare and level up those guns in in Modern Warfare team deathmatch. So you know what I'm saying. Travis said that hurts the soul. I mean, Travis, do you play games on them? <laughs> if you if you have a PlayStation and all you do with it is watch Netflix, that doesn't make you a gamer just because yeah. you have the PlayStation. Yeah. If you play games on a man and you're a gamer, you know. I don't know what you're doing with your VR. You might be watching porn. You never know. People hey, watch porn in VR sometimes. I play. Here's the thing. I play. It's to the point where, like, literally before we got here, I said, when is this going to be over? So I could tell my team, my squad, that when I'm going to be on. That's how you know you're a gamer. I literally play five to six nights a week. Oh, yeah. I play all the time. Yeah. I play all the time. I've even had women tell me that, um, that they wouldn't date me because I play games so much even though I've never played around them. Yeah. And which brought me to another thing. Like, it's really weird to dictate what somebody does in their private time. Like, whether or not, like, okay, when people are like, I could never date a gamer. What that person does in their private time has nothing to do with you. If they're home yeah. playing, like, yeah. if they're home playing games, what is wrong with that? If they're with, uh, now, if they're with you and they're ignoring you and playing games, okay, you might have a little problem. Yeah. If they're with you and spending time with you, but then when they're, you're not around, they're playing games, 
all their bills are paid, everything, you know, they're still handling business. It's just in their free time they like to play games. Do you know what an incel is? I don't see any, do you know don't a, see any problem with do that. Do you know what an incel is? Yes. Yes. Okay, this is my theory. So me and my squad, our hashtag, I mean not hashtag, our gamer tag used to be incel. Oh, really? <laughs> because here's a joke. We actually are not, we compared to like the majority of people who play Call of Duty, we mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. And our whole, our whole funny thing about it was, if anybody knows what an incel is, it's an involuntary celibate. Right. Right. And there was a point in time where gamers were tagged with like, the reason you're so good at games mm-hmm. and the reason that it's because you have, you spent all your time playing video games. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to talk to a girl. Right, right. And you can't even get a girl to have sex with because you are into this gaming world. And you watch movies, all the nerds are gamers. Right, right. right? All the nerds play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, when I was in high school, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons with literally the people at my high school were like, we were like the, the popular people on the football team. Oh, for sure. Vin, it's, it's Vin not, Diesel it, plays Dungeons and Dragons. Not, that's not real. Yeah, Vin Diesel plays Dungeons the and Dragons. The people who play video games are the dopest people. Yes, for but sure. But yeah, you do. There are incels out there, but that's not the that's not the the brand of gamers. Right, right, right. The right. people who know everything about the Matrix are not incels. Yeah. it's literally like people who just love movies. Exactly. So it's like this weird Hollywood thing. Well, it's like when people it's people they don't understand it, so they I, they label it exactly. So I feel like a lot of people who think like, "Oh, you're a gamer? Are oh, you probably weird?" I'm trying yeah, to like tell where you. Where the hell did that come from? You know how many NBA players play games? Yeah. You know how many weird people don't play games? I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a better way to explain it. Yeah. You know how many weird people there are out there that don't, that don't play Nair game? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, Ted Bundy didn't play Nair video game. Oh, <laughs> he was man. out here eating people and Listen, shit. Listen, <laughs> the new culture, my daughters, my daughters are, li- I, I'm not, listen, I didn't even know how this happened. My daughters are buying Jordans with their own allowance. My daughters are hype beasts. I know. I don't listen. They're they're young, so they're trying to figure out their way. But they know what's dope. They know what's in, and they love games. Mm-hmm. And for the new generation, it's literally like it's all that nerd stuff is going away. Like like because I'll be honest with you, man. As soon as as soon as I met you, wait, really quick. Roleplay said literally what you be doing if you don't be playing games. Literally eating people. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when I first met you, I came into your house and you had a, P- a custom built PC. Yeah, kind of like that one that's behind me right now. No, but but, <laughs> but you had you were running you were running uh Apple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, you had a hack- my Hackintosh. You had yeah. a Hackintosh. I was running Windows and and uh OSX. And here's the thing about it though. Yeah, because I brought that to the studio. Yeah, yeah. So here's a funny thing about that. I at that time, I'm pretty sure I was working for Apple. Mm-hmm. Hackintoshes were like a like a myth to me. Yeah. They were a unicorn. Yeah. And I I meet you and you built one. Yeah. I'm like, who is this guy? That was during a time where it was difficult. Yeah. Like now you could kind of just do it. Bro. You, but that was during a time you had to do some shit in order to get it right. Bro, you you had a 15. Listen, this is a back in the day, y'all. This is back <laughs> in the day. You had a 15-inch MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. You took the CD drive, the optical drive out of it, and put an extra hard drive in it yourself. Yeah. 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 I worked at Apple. I worked with the geniuses. I worked with people who were in the genius bar who knew how to do this stuff. 
and I am meeting a guy who is outside of the Apple world who is doing this stuff in his house. Yeah, man. I so, you you never were it's all about trying shit. But my whole point is you never were somebody I would think was a nerd, which I don't even think being a nerd is whack. But you would I'm just talking about stereo you can't use stereotypes, bro. It, yeah, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah, you really it don't can't. work. It doesn't work. Ever Especially since I, not in 2021. You had this NVIDIA set top box. Oh yeah. I still got it. The NVIDIA Shield. Bro, you like literally every time I come in your house, it would be like going to Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, what are you what are you doing? They got toy, you got freaking my fit one of my favorite games of all time, Metal Gear Solid. Oh bro, I'm such a fan. Every time I come to your house, from day one, you still got the same fireplace yeah. setup. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid strategy guy that I used to have. Don't all have it. I, I think I have all of them. Yeah, I think I have bro, all of them. Bro, listen. Listen, Metal Gear Solid. PlayStation 1. I beat the game like 25,000 times. I love that game. Yeah, the man. dual disc. <laughs> Sniper Wolf. Woo. Revolver Ocelot. Bro, the, come on now. Roleplay said stereotypes only exist in Hollywood. For hey, sure. I agree with I agree. Only Hollywood. That's the only place they actually yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Travis said, I know you see, you've seen all the Vin Diesel memes, like the family memes. Bro, hilarious. Oh, bro. Hilarious, bro. They're so funny. Uh, I'm gonna have to let you go, man. So you yeah. can get to uh, it's yeah. 9:50. You only got 10 minutes. I know they texting me. So you got already already texting you. But they just saying we thirsty. Oh, they, okay. They, they they saying we thirsty. It's all good. We thirsty. They already on your back. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that Taco Bell up on the way home, and I'm gonna go. My man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, making the first episode of the rotation highly successful. Man, we had a super lively chat. Uh, I want to thank Dexatron for being here and being a wonderful, uh, a wonderful guest host. Uh, why don't you tell the people that how they can reach out to you once again, really quick? Not really quick, but it's only one fucking handle. So, <laughs> hit me up on Instagram at Dexatron. Boom, short and sweet. Listen, I don't got no photos up, but hit me up. Follow me, <laughs> message me, whatever. Oh man, that is hilarious. He's like, there's nothing there, but. Just hit me up. Uh, you can catch me at Tiger39, T-H-A-I-G-E-R 39. And I am on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, OnlyFans. There's nothing there. Actually, there's a there's a podcast on there. There's a podcast on there. Uh, next week's podcast might go on there. Zakia is coming back on. That's going to be interesting. Uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Discord. Uh, all of the social media platforms you can catch me at Tiger39 T-H-A-I-G-E-R 39 if you want to watch this show after the fact once again it will be uploaded at youtube.com slash Tiger39 it'll be arranged in playlists nice and easy for you feel free to uh, hit the subscribe button while you're there you can even hit the little bell if you want to listen to it after the fact, go to your favorite podcasting streaming platform of choice. Search for Two Endangered Mammals. You'll see the two tables there. These two right here. You'll see them there chilling. All the podcasts will be there. Feel free to subscribe over there. Maybe give us a five-star rating. I don't know. I can't control your hand, but you know, you do what you want to do. Uh, once again, I have been Tiger Adonaldo, and thank you to Dexatron for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. That's been fun. This has been The Rotation. And we are now signing out. Peace. Boom. And I got the cool little, cool little ending there. Look at that shit, dog. That's dope. Y'all motherfuckers ain't ready for this. That's dope. It's the shit, right?
Oh, it's gotta it's gotta connect back to the uh, the Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Give, just give it a minute. Oh, internet. Okay. Yeah, what's this right here? That's a uh, island Savannah, and then next to her is Cleveland Savannah. Can you see the difference? Yeah. Is the light still on there? Yeah, it's pretty dark. All right. It's on. Thank you. 